What's up, what's up? Welcome to Gold Dirty Bastards episode seven coming to you live tonight. Tonight we got Gee, Big Leo in the house and we got yes, Major. We'll be having a, we'll be having another guest. Uh Killer Kel will be coming on the mic a little bit later. But how y'all, how y'all doing tonight, fellas? What's going on? Cool. Well, man. Well, bless, brother. Bless. How y'all? Yes, exactly. Yep. Same Life here. is good. Life is Life good. Is good to be back. Good to be back after a one week uh hiatus. Yeah, sometimes you need that. You need to gather and regroup, yes. but we, we we got some form of yes, tonight. Sir. We definitely do. You know what I'm saying? What's popping though? What are we getting into, man? Well, let's start what it off. With, uh, what did we miss? We missed a little something, uh, okay. kind of a big fight. We had the Haney and Gamboa uh, fight a couple weeks back. Last week? Was it last week? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Not two weeks ago. Two we weeks haven't ago. had a chance to talk about it. We didn't have a uh -huh. chance to talk about it yet here. But um, shit, let's get right to it. Go ahead, E, break it down. How, what did you think of that fight? Um, I thought that I thought it was I thought Devin Haney did what he was supposed to do. I mean, I thought that with the pre-fight talk, he put a lot of pressure on himself in terms of you know getting a knockout and just just dogging Gamboa. But I think at the same time, at 21, he did do 12-0. I thought he showed. I mean, he 12-0 him. You know, what I mean, Gamboa didn't really win around. I thought he showed a lot of ring intellect. I thought he showed a lot of poise. I'm in the full arsenal with the jabs, the jab to the body, the hooks. Um, he never really got mm -hmm. frustrated in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Never really got frustrated and really tried to go after the knockout. I thought he did what he needed to do. Overall, I'd probably give that that performance a B plus, a B a B plus because he didn't get the knockout. But I mean, I think he showed defense, he showed footwork, mm -hmm. he showed cardio, he threw a lot of punches. And I think another caveat, Devin Haney has outlanded as an opponent the past 60 rounds which is amazing. You know what I mean? I think his ring intellect in that division is second to none. I do think that definitely I would have liked to see a knockout, but at the end of the day, man, I think he did his thing, man. Shout out to DH. DH, what's happening? Show. It's yeah, his birthday yeah. today, too. Yeah, happy turned birthday. 22. Happy G -day. Happy, G -day. happy birthday, man. Uh, for me, um, I was a little bit critical of it, um, but, you know, I, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good uh, display like you said, he kind of he kind of talked himself in a corner by saying he's gonna have that four knockout knockdowns like Terrence Crawford, that type of performance. Um, but honestly, I don't think he has that power like uh like Bud Crawford does. Um, but he does have the length. He does have a great jab. He's great technically. So I mean, I was yeah. impressed with the fight overall. Like you said, he pitched a shutout. Um, I just want to see him in there against some tougher competition like top level comp and then you know we'll see what he really has but that's the same with all the other guys you know these other four we need to see them fight each other to see where they where they really stand and where we can really rank them so I mean, you know i'm looking at forward the end to of it the day, you know at the end of the day with, with anything with boxing man with crawford the same thing man you can only kill who they put in front of you you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying crawford goes through it you can only kill who they put in front of you so i mean i think like you said we need to see not only in a lightweight division but in the welterweight division we need to see people ready to get it on and mixing it up what you think about the fight total um it was a cool fight um you guys pretty much said every touched everything but uh yeah uh uh haney did show he's a technician in the ring that's what i saw uh like you said he pretty much pitched the shutout um also he was getting a little heat because uh he predicted what he was gonna get like four four knockdowns and then a yeah, knockdown yeah, whatever faster than crawford and yeah was, so he was getting a lot of heat because of that also um gamboa is 38 years old uh he he doesn't have a chin so uh but he showed i mean he did what he had to do get the w move yeah. on to the next to the next opponent so um he's an exciting fighter uh he another knock about him is that 
like Nip was saying, he doesn't have that knockout power. Like, um, I mean, it remains to be seen. He's only 21 right now. I haven't seen it, but I won't say he can't get better with the power. Yeah. But he still has what? Like fifth. I believe he has like 15 or 16 knockouts or something. Uh, Homak saying 10 and 25, uh, 10 KOs. Okay. So that's a lot. Yeah. But so, yeah, so he's getting, he's getting, getting that reputation that, uh, when you know, once you know, like you're a technician fighter, it's gonna be a boring fight. But actually, he's he's a technician, is and his fights are are gonna get better. So I can't wait for him to see who he fights next. Yeah, I mean, I think that when when and I, and I was a lot of Twitter fingers and a lot of people talking a lot of shit about it. I think at the end of the day, you have to separate the casuals from the actual sweet science of boxing. And when you look mm-hmm. at that fight and you break it down, that was what it is. It's about punching, getting hitting, and not getting hit. Now, obviously, exactly. you know, power always is an issue, you know. But nobody, I don't see nobody walking through them. I also think that Gamboa really came into that fight with the intention of not getting knocked out. Normally, Campbell yeah. is aggressive. He likes to get in the mix. He likes to throw, you know, wild shots, and he likes to move forward. He really wasn't doing that. He was holding a lot, and it seemed like he was determined to kind of just last 12 rounds. I think it was a good fight for Haney because also with all of the holding, Gamboa eventually got deducted a point for holding, but I think it's something that Haney's going to have to deal with in his fights. So mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things that it was a good fight for him because he did fight a former world champ, a veteran, and he kind of, you know, and he, he had to – wiggle through and use his poise to not get out of character and kind of figure out some new nuances in his game. So I think it did, I think it did really, um, it was a good fight for him. You know what I mean? I yes. think, and I mean, I think, and I think that when we look at boxing, everybody loves knockouts, everybody loves power punchers, but we also need to recognize the sweet science. And we need to recognize a person making ring adjustments, ring intellect and a person using, you know, different tools. Like when he jabs to the body, when he jabs upstairs and hooks off the jab, all of those type of subtle nuances, that's high level, top level fighter stuff. And maybe a casual fan doesn't look at it if you just want to look at knockouts, but from a boxing standpoint, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I agree, but, the only thing I will say is that Gamboa had been knocked down 11 times in 12 fights coming into this. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and Haney tagged him a couple of times, didn't even wobble him. So I don't know if it was the weight. You know, he looked a little bit fatter this time. I don't know if that helped his chin out or, I mean, it just remains to be seen. But like you said, there's more ways to win a fight than one. So, I mean, we just have to see him get in there because it's all about Styles making fights. And we got to see him against uh, Tia Fimo. We got to see him against Ryan. And, you know, that's the only way, way we're going to be able to rank these guys pound for pound and move them up or down. You know, we got to see them fight each other. Now that's a fact. Um, another thing, Womack's in the com- comment section, he's wrong. Haney has 15 KOs in 25 fights. So there that, you go. So, yeah. I say 15, 15, 15, A little backwards there, Womack. Yeah, that's a 60% KO ratio. So, I mean, it's definitely something he can go into. But I do think out of all of those lightweights, I think he has the most upside just based off of ring intellect based off of his body shape and based off of cardio and his age. And speaking of which, you said you want to see him fight Tiafimo. Tiafimo's being a damn diva. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. as boxing, we got to stop this. A few weeks ago or before Tiafimo fought Lomo, it was, yeah, Haney was a matchup and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to get with Haney, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now he's like, I don't know. None of these people deserve to fight me. He wants to go up yeah. a weight class and fight at 140 when the biggest fights for him or at 135. You can't say the two biggest fights on your plate right now aren't Tank Davis or Devin Haney. Those are the two most marketable fights right now. You claim that you're undisputed champion, but Haney actually holds a WBC belt. So y'all should get it shaken, or at the very least, you should fight Tank. But you shouldn't 
think that you'll just undisputed and go up and take a, a lesser marquee fight when you still got you still got plates down down in a lightweight division to eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, as far as that uh, that goes, I do want to see I do want to see Tiafimo fight uh, Haney, but I'm also down to see him fight Mikey. If he wants to go up to 140 and fight Mikey, I'm all for it. You know. Cause I feel like he's has a big frame to um, be in that division anyway, and him and Mikey would be explosive. So I'm down for that fight. I I, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I'm that a big Mikey the, fan. That would be the best fight up there for him. But that I think Mikey will bring that smoke. Fight. I think Mikey would beat him, personally. Yeah, I mean that would be the most marketable fight at 140. But he wants to go after the undisputed championship up there. So I mean, mm -hmm. like he's not talking about fighting Mikey Garcia up there, because I mean that would be that would be the best fight at 140. But you still got business to handle at 135, and that's my point. And as fans and as avid boxing connoisseurs, so to speak, man, we need to see that it's mm -hmm. a bunch of young people in their prime. They need to get it shaken. You know what I mean? They need to get it shaken. How are we ranking the lightweights in a division? Like, what are you ranking them at? And I, I just go first. I got Teofimo first, just because he has the most marketable win. I have Ryan Garcia fourth. Because I don't particularly think he's that nice, and then I have Devin Haney and and um, Tank two and three. They're kind of interchangeable. Although I would pick Devin Haney to win against any of them, um, but I do have him two and three just because he doesn't have that resume. But I think that his his um, ring intellect and just the tools he brings would cause all of them a lot of problems. You know, I mean, I think he would dog walk Tank, and I think he would be able to beat Tiafimo Lopez. You know, what I mean, and that's where I stand with it. How about y'all? Um. I had I had this little um, talk with my pops, like mm -hmm. who he thought was coming up, and I mentioned all the the names you said, but he also said don't leave out Loma Lomachenko. I mean, on, even bro. though, Come even on, though he, are we doing this? I mean, he he, he had one. I mean, he just had. And his, fuck uh, Loma, you already know how I feel about that. Over. I mean, you still got you got. I mean, you you already gonna put him on top of um, Haney and Tank already. I mean, yeah, Lopez. You know, we all agree whipped his ass, but. You got you got always you know you got to throw his name up there still though, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not big on Lomo though, and I get it, and that's why I mean like I'm not big on him. I mean, and it, it's all opinion. Everything is opinion. exactly. Oh, it's all opinion. Yes, but I don't think he's I don't think he's one of the top lightweights. I mean, he cherry picked uh, he cherry picked Tiafimo. He didn't fight Tiafimo because he thought Tiafimo was getting wrecked. He fought him because he thought he was a cakewalk, and he lost. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think he's in there. I don't think he wants to see and, him. And, and to jump in, um, and we, me and you had already talked about this. He fought him because they're both Aram products, and Aram don't let his fighters fight nobody else cross the street. So exactly. it was a win-win for, for Bob either way. If uh, Loma won, then he still, you know, he gets that pound-for-pound pound accolades. Uh, if Teofimo wins, he has a young rising star ready to take over the industry, supposedly, which I do believe Teofimo's, Teofimo's raw and good, but I mean, it was a win-win. My, my point is it was a win-win for Bob. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't like that's that's what it was behind the scenes. And we I don't, all know I, that. I honestly don't think I don't think Loma wants to fight a lightweight anymore. I mean, I think he'll probably mm -hmm. go down to 130. I think it's just too big of a weight for him. You know what I mean? I don't think he really wants to fight there. I would think if anybody yeah. we're sleeping on, Shakur Stevenson. You know what I mean? I mean, I think he's like one of the ones that's coming up. That he just hasn't got his just due yet, but I think he's one of the ones that really could make some noise in that division. Uh, Teofimo Lopez was talking about going up and fighting um, the winner of the Hayes, uh, the Hayes, Josh Hayes and Ramirez fight. And although that's good because that would be the one forty undisputed, they haven't even signed their fight yet. So if so, in order for him to go up and fight them, he would have to sit on the sideline for a year or so. 
when he has a bunch of things that he could fight. And even so, fighting the winner of that fight isn't going to catapult you into stardom like fighting a, a tank or fighting a Haney. I don't think it would. You know what I mean? Because nobody knows of those guys. Not to say they're not good, not to say that they're not champions, but nobody really knows of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I think so. Um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, it's all good. Go ahead. I think another thing, I think people, one thing I like about Haney is he's the only one that's really saying, y'all say everything, but let's fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to admire that because when they asked Tank who he wanted to fight next, he deferred to Mayweather. He ain't say nothing. You know what I mean? Teofimo, mm-hmm. he's playing kind of like games, oldest, that, and the third. But he's the only one saying, let's fight. Let's get it shaking. And I'm tired of fighters hiding behind their promoters. I'm tired of that or just deferring to their promoters. Man, if you want to play, man, let's get it. I think me and Nick have talked about it. Man, the welterweight division, the throwbacks, Leonard, Hagler, Hearns, they got it shaking. You know what I mean? And it was great for boxing. Win or lose, yeah, all out, they legendary. got it shaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah, we need to get more of. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the little um, interview that um, Tank had with uh, Mike Tyson. And he was basically telling them, like, hey, you guys are all raw. You guys are all young. You guys, once you guys it's like leave the promoters out, once y'all talk and just because like all you guys can eat, there's so much money for y'all can make. And then, uh, and basically, right there, that's Mike Tyson, you know, spinning game, letting these fighters know don't wait for your promotion team, don't wait for anybody else, else. you go out there and get your fight and get paid. So, I mean, Mike Tyson was spinning some, uh, spinning some facts right there. No, facts. Yeah, I, see, I see part yeah. of that, I, and I agree with it. You know what I mean? He was saying, in the next, what are you saying? In the next two years, those are all big fights. Y'all all should be mixing it up. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. I mean, I agree with that. Exactly. I yeah. just want to say, um, if anybody's wondering where Womack is, um, we got him in the D League because you know he hasn't been uh, performing up to par. So we got him down there, you know, <laughs> seeing what he could do before we bring him back up to the majors. Yeah, he's, he's playing. The, he's playing the Santa Cruz right now. Yeah, <laughs> he went from the B Squad to the G League. <laughs> he's yeah, he's, he's probably Cruz running with Smilagich. Hold on, real quick. I'll be right back, y'all. Give me one moment. He's running. He's be back there running uh, with Smiley Gitch over there. You gotta get your shit together, Womack. Get your shit together. He's been having a lot of mm-hmm. technical difficulties, and I don't know what this dude's problem is. <sighs> Fucking kook. <laughs> but nah, Leo. So um, which fight out of the out of those uh, four fighters? We got Ryan Garcia. We got uh, Devin Haney. We got Tank. And uh, we got Tiafimo. What two fights would you like to get out of those to start it off? Like if they had a little tournament, like who would you uh, like to see fight your top two like fights to start it off? How we go? Um, Tank and Haney and Garcia and Lopez. I'll go with that. Tank and Haney. So basically, like a a one to four to two and a three. Tank. Oh, so that's who you got. That's how you got him ranked. Yeah, but see, that's another thing. I would like to see Loma get in that mix. I mean, fuck, man, fuck Loma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Got yeah, I mean, I, I mean, but uh, yeah, Loma should just... go back down the weight to the weight class below. I think. But I he is, yeah, he is a little dogs. bit too small. Yeah, he's a little bit too small for those guys. But but he didn't really want to fight. Um, you know, uh, Tank had been trying to get a Loma fight. Uh, Mikey had been trying to get a Loma fight. Uh, I think Haney had even tried to get a Loma fight. Uh, Ryan Garcia. So I mean, he kind of didn't he's really been ducking, want to. That and uh, Aram don't like to let other uh, promoters get no shine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was trying to, you know, it was a perfect storm for Aram. He could get either his older guy to get that dub, uh, signature win, or he gets the younger cat coming in to take over, um, take over the industry. That's his little trademark uh, quote 
uh, Tiafimo yeah. take over the industry, the takeover shit. Yeah. So I think it's like um the young killers. Yeah, but for me, uh, I would want to see if I had a choice out of those fights, I would want to rock with um. I think I would want to see Haney versus Garcia to start it out because they fought each other in the amateurs. Uh, Haney got the dub, okay. but I think it was, I seen, I seen most of it on YouTube. You guys can check it out on YouTube out there. Um, it's on there. Just mm -hmm. look up uh, Haney versus uh, Ryan Garcia amateurs. And uh, I think, I think Ryan did good. It was a close fight. And I, you know, I want to see it at the pro level. I think Haney would probably win, but it's something that I want to see. And the other one, you know, naturally would have to be uh, Tank and Tiafimo. And I think that's kind of a mismatch because I think Tiafimo's got, I think Tiafimo's got something for him, especially if they fight at 135. I think Tiafimo would bring it to Tank. I think he could box with him. I think he could take T, I think he could take Tank's punch. And I think he could, mm -hmm. he could give Tank some real issues with his power and his body shots. They both like to go to the body. I just think Tiafimo's a little bit bigger than Tank, so he'd be able to like muscle him up against the ropes, similar to what he did against uh, Loma. So yeah, if I had a choice in that mm -hmm. one, I would say Tiafimo would win. In the other one, I would say Haney, and then we'd be looking at a Haney versus Tiafimo showdown, which would be fucking great. You know, that's the type of shit we're talking about: legendary yeah. fights, legendary nights type mm -hmm. shit. What e is he's back. We were just what talking about um, we were just talking about um, how we had him ranked, and um, oh. you know, the two the. the the two fights we'd want to see to set it off, like in a lightweight tournament. Um, Leo had said he wanted to see Tank versus. Uh, Who did you say, Leo? Tank versus Garcia. Yeah, yeah. He said Tank versus Garcia yeah. and Haney versus. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, said, um, uh, yeah, you know, just go ahead and drop in with yours. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Tank versus Garcia. I would say, I would I would, I would say I think Tank beat Garcia, um, and then Haney versus Lopez. I'm picking Haney against all of them. Um, I think that Tiafimo would beat all of them, in my opinion, but Haney. I think he would beat Tank just because he has more tools than Tank. Tank might have the most power out of all of them, but I think he's limited in what he does, and he's hittable. Um, and then Ryan Garcia, I don't know. We don't know that he has a shin. I mean, it might be smoke and mirrors with him. I think he would get pressed by Tank. Um, and then I think Haney would be able to beat Tiafimo Lopez. Interesting enough, though, the Garcia fight that recently got canceled, Garcia, if he had he won that fight, he would have been Haney's mandatory. So, I mean, that's another, yeah. it's a caveat. It's another thing. I mean, honestly, I don't think you can really lose with any of those matchups as long as they get it shaken. I don't care who. As long as them four are fighting each other, I don't, I don't, I don't think we can lose as far as boxing fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I got, I definitely got Ryan Garcia as the lowest ranked because I feel he hasn't had like even that semi like spectacular fight yet. Um, He hasn't fought any comp. I, th I think a lot of them haven't. Tiafimo and uh, Tank are the most, so far, have fought the toughest comp. But Ryan has fought the least tough comp. He shows, like, you know, he does all his little videos for IG with the bags and the speed. And, you know, he's got quick-ass hands. But, I mean, he hasn't been able – we haven't seen that on display against uh, any kind of, like, even mid-level comp, I don't think. I feel like he's been kind of spoon-fed. So, I mean, he does have potential, but I haven't seen it yet. So, I'm not gonna hate on the dude. He he could probably step it up. Um, maybe surprise me a little bit, but I have him as the lowest ranked at this point. And a speed bag don't mm -hmm. hit back. You know what I'm saying? Like the speed bag <laughs> don't hit back. So you can you can look good. You know what I'm saying? The speed bag don't get hit back. So I mean, I think that we're we're in we're set up to have some good fights as long as the promoters get out of get out of the way and allow them to do what they need to do. You know what I mean? And I mean, I think that's it. 
Um, speaking of which, we had another fight that just passed this weekend, which was uh, the Crawford Crawford versus Carol Brook fight. You know what I mean? Crawford, mm-hmm. Terrence Bard, Nips, pound for pound mm-hmm. fighter, best finisher in the business. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I still got, I still got uh, Canelo above him, but I mean, he's right there. Okay. And it's only a matter of time before I think he take. If he beats Spence, he takes over the he takes over the fight. But anyway, let's get to the fight. We'll talk yeah, about yeah. the fight. How you call it? How you call it? Uh, you know, I thought it was a good fight. I, I kind of predicted. Um, we didn't get a chance to put it on tape, but I did predict um that um Crawford was going to get him. Crawford mm-hmm. was definitely going to get him. Um, I put- it was just a matter of time. Leo Leo picked uh three. He did pick. I pick yeah. The- I I put it on the group chat. I'll okay. put a yeah. T Bud uh, in in three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I feel like um, you know, it was a tough fight. Like as far as like Crawford wasn't going to gain anything from it too much because uh, Kel Brook had a lot of question marks coming in. You know, the weight going down to one forty seven. He's been fighting at one fifty four for a few years. Um, he had already had those issues of two broken uh, orbital bones, I believe. I think the opposite yeah. ones. I'm not sure if they were the same. Opposite ones. Yeah, they, was opposite they were opposite. Ones. Yeah, you know, first was, uh, first was against GGG. The second was against Spence. So, I mean, but I still feel like Kel Brook is a decent boxer. Yeah. But he was just outclassed. You know, no matter what, mm-hmm. if they would have boxed it out, he still would have lost. It was, it was going to go that way. Like, Crawford was going to win no matter what. Um, right. But I don't give Bud too much of a boost off of that win. Because he he did have the question mark, so I mean, I still have Bud really high up there. But this fight, you know, it wasn't gonna make or break Bud, in my opinion, unless he got dropped and knocked down or something like knocked out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Nip said, yeah, this fight. Um, it's Crawford. Yeah, we lost the audio. Um, for, he just oh, showed us that like, he's. Oh, you got me now. Yeah, yeah um, he showed us that for me. Uh, He's one. He's like, yeah. He's a, he's a top of that list for pound for pound. He has that right hand. That I mean, he wastes no time with Kell Brook. He timed he it perfect. Hands. He got power in both hands. Yeah, both hands. And then uh, uh, he stumped Kell Brook big time. I think when he went to his corner, he asked corner what what's going on and what's happening or something like that because he was stunned and he was already tagging him in the third round. So you had a feeling that this fight was about to be over real soon. And uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm ready to see him fight some. Uh, the Earl Spences and the Manny Pacquiao's or whoever, because Crawford, uh, um, yeah, he's a, he's a shit, man. I, um, it's pretty much what we expected. You know, I think I called Crawford mm-hmm. in under six. Um, I did think that Kell Brook was a, he's a decent opponent. I mean, he's no slouch. Like Nip said, though, he is kind of beaten down, you know what I mean, in terms of he, he had two really vicious knockouts. Um, so I don't think it has the same effect as even when, like, Spence beat Kelbrook, because when GGG beat him, he was up. He was way out of his weight class, and I thought that was a bad money move. But when Spence beat him, you know they were, you know, they were in the same weight class, and he ended up, you know, drilling. He ended up getting drilled in that fight. Um, Crawford showed that he's a crazy closer. I mean, I think that was never ever questioned. He showed that he's a crazy closer, and that you know he could put you down. He showed that he can fight from either stance, and that he can make adjustments. Um, I mm-hmm. will say. Um, one knock on Crawford. One thing that I don't particularly like about Crawford is he does get hit. You know, what I mean, I, I felt like he lost the first two fights. I mean, the first two rounds, excuse me, and even in the fight before that, he does get hit. Um, I think that he has better boxing than he uses sometimes, and he said it. Sometimes he just wants to get in there and bang. Um, but I think that as you progress in your career, especially when you're stepping up in competition, you can't. That's a bad. That that doesn't. That's not conducive to a long career. 
You don't want to go in and get hit by Spence and just sit in, sit in the pocket and get hit or by Porter or by Thurman or by really any of those dudes. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that it could develop bad habits. Um, but I thought that he did what he was supposed to do. I mean, he went in there and handled business. You can't really say anything when you knock a dude out in four rounds. It's not yeah. really a lot that can be said. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you know, I've been big on Bud for a while. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like, do you feel like, how do you feel like the matchup would go if we ever do get that dream matchup of him versus Spence? Um, I think it would be Spence. I mean, and I, I think it's a shame that Spence had that accident because I think that, it took some steam off of the fight. And I think it gives an asterisk if he does win. Because people could say, oh, but you didn't beat him before the accident. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. honestly, Spence had that bad performance against Porter, which we thought he lost. You know, we thought he lost. And then he had the accident. So I think it kind of puts an asterisk. I would still take Bud. But then again, uh, Spence is fighting Garcia. So I want to see how that fight plays out and see how he looks. Because that should give us a good barometer to measure where he's at with it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Um, we got to see the best fight the best. I think that fight is long overdue. That should have been done at least a year ago. Um, the other fight, too, that I do want to see, I know Pac is washed up, but but Crawford has been calling this dude out for literally like four years, and and um, it is a little late. I think Crawford will stop him, but it is a way of uh, the torch being passed, even though Manny's not top pound for pound, top five. He ain't even top five. I just feel like um, it would be a smart move for Manny. He gets to go out on his shield, and it lets it lets Spence, you know, be. I guess it'll set it'll set up a a, a fight for Crawford to be spent to Crawford to fight Spence. You know what I mean? So I just want to mm-hmm. see. It, it, it's hard because there's so much politics going on with Aram. Um, he's not gonna let he's not gonna let Crawford fight anybody from PBC. Let's be honest. And those are the all the good welterweights are over there. You got Danny Garcia, you got Porter, you got uh, Errol Spence. All three of those guys are over there. So it's making it real hard because Bob Aaron won't go to the dance. You know he won't he won't dance with the other party. So it's pretty much uh, he's got the game on hold. Um, and in the meantime, the best fight would be Pacquiao versus uh, Crawford. I don't want to see that shit. Like, I don't think that does anything for his legacy. I don't think it does anything for his career. I think if anything, it might harm his legacy. Like, if you go in there and he dog walks Pacquiao, he's going to be the dude that beat up an old fucking Manny, right? Like, that's how he's going to be looked at. It doesn't do anything mm, for the his casuals legacy. love Pacquiao to this day, though. But, 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 but mate, if I get, but if I have four links, you'd be ready to watch it, though. I'm watch everything though. You know what I'm saying? That ain't fair. You know, if you have all them things, I'm gonna jump on it. You know what I mean? But it's not something that I would want to see when it's young killers out there. You know, I would rather see him fight Porter. To be real, mm, I'd rather see him fight Porter. You know what I mean? Like I want to see him mix it up with them dudes. And I think, and it's not no knock on him, but I think when you look at it, being with Aram is fucking up his legacy because Garcia, Thurman, um, Porter, all those dudes spits, they're all fighting one another. They're all mixing mm-hmm. it up, and you're deferring. To Aaron, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, you're looking at Aaron when they ask you who you want next, or you're calling out Pacquiao. Like, why? Mm-hmm. And when you look at his resume, your two biggest fights are Gamboa and Khan. And it's like, there's dudes now that you can go after and really make history. So why waste all this time chasing Pacquiao or whomever? Man, and if it's that serious, buy yourself I mean, he got to get paid, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, you got to get paid. We, we gave Floyd a pass all them years for getting money fights. We should, I think we should yeah, let, true, let my true. man get paid a little bit, too. 
Yeah, but he That's was fighting money fight. everybody though. He was fighting everybody. And he there was him. times he was, but I mean, there was some questions. Come on, Berto, who, get the fuck out of here. Who'd he duck though? <laughs> Berto, duck, Connor. Who I mean, you duck? can say he ducked Paul Williams. Uh, he didn't want. He didn't really. Okay, Paul. At the time, I wouldn't Paul say duck, but we're serious, bro. I mean, he didn't. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't push for that fight. I mean, I'm just saying we gotta if we're gonna if we're gonna I, do I mean, that we gotta I mean, we gotta do it on both levels. We can't just we can't just let somebody uh, skate and somebody not. But the point is, he beat everybody though. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. He beat all of the welterweights that was out there, all of them, all of them. What are you gonna say, Paul Williams and Margarito? You saw what happened to Margarito. <laughs> like, I mean, he beat everybody else. That's what I'm saying. Like, he hasn't mixed it up with none of them. And I'm not saying it's by his choice, but what I am saying is, if you know that you want these fights. You need to do what it takes to get done. Delahoya left Aaron, right? But I'm saying though, like, all right, so 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 Crawford. I mean, Crawford ain't had no money fights, right? He ain't made no dough. So yeah. if he wants to jump in there with Pac before he goes in the respense, that's kind of smart on his part. I would, I ain't hating on it, and I want to see it because it's gonna be action packed fight. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I just would rather see something else. It's not at the top of my list of people I would want him to fight, and I don't want him to miss a window of where everything's jinking and then the fights become less and less. Um, they mean less. You know what I mean? Like the Spence fight already means less than what it meant, what it meant a year ago. It already means less. You put it off for another year. It's not going to, it's the same thing with like Floyd and Pacquiao. Like they mean less. The longer time goes on, people still are going to watch them, but they mean less. You know what I mean? Whereas if you get in there now and you get a shaking, you can do something and you can break the mold. You don't think he's going to get super paid for fighting Spence? Or Garcia, or Thurman, he's gonna get to the bag. Yeah, but he, he don't got our game. Don't got that hurdle of going to PBC to get it done. Aram's worked with Pacquiao before, so it's more likely they're gonna work, make something work now. But leave Aram, man. That's what Floyd did. I mean, get get out from there. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no boxing without the fighters. And I'm tired of. And I said it about about uh Tank. There's no boxing without the fighters, man. Tell your promoter, I want to fight this dude. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get it shaking. They run they a sport. You know what I mean? Fighters run a sport, not the promoters. Aram is holding on to he's he's past his prime in terms of promoting because everybody else got it shaking and he knows that. So you're sitting and you're sitting behind him, you're gonna fuck with your legacy because all mm -hmm. you're fighting is top break dudes. And I think that's a shame. And I think it's bad for his career, and I think it's bad for boxing in general. You know what I mean? Like you have all these young dudes that you could be mixing it up with, and you're gonna sit and defer to defer to Aram. And wait on him to give you a play? Do what you need to do and get off the contract. But, but I mean, um, as far as Pacquiao goes, his last two performances, he beat Broner and he beat Thurman, even though I thought Thurman won that fight. It was a close fight. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. he's still up there. He's still taking on the top, uh, pretty much the top of the welterweight division. And he's 39 oh, years not, old. Not Broner, not yeah. Broner. Get the fuck out of it, Broner. But I mean, but, I mean Thurman. Broner's a marquee fight. Yeah, Broner's a marquee fight. I get what you're saying. I'm not saying that. It's not. It's just not a fight. I personally don't want to see. No, I got you. Yeah, I got shit you. on the table. I'm not saying it's a smart business move if you can get that bag. But he's been chasing him for how long? Aram could yeah, have been yeah, but I will say this: fight. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that Pacquiao fight if it costs the Spence fight. That's what I, I agree with you on that. I don't want to see that shit. Um, and that's the risk you're taking. But I don't think that Spence fight's happening anytime soon. That's my point. It's yeah, just not. You. They're on some fuckery. Uh, Aram's on the fuckery. Crawford should step up and say, I want this fight. Get me in this fight or I'm dipping. But for whatever reason, he's not. Maybe he's getting – I don't think he's getting paid what he should, but I'm not in the scene like that to be knowing his real business like that. 
I mean, at the end of the day, he can't be happy over there. I don't care what anybody says. Like, he knows what fights he wants. And, and, and you know, in front of the camera, you can say whatever. But you know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like Pac said, you and I know what's going on. You know what's going on, and you know it's a thing where Aram doesn't want to lose a stronghold. He don't want to see nobody else eat. And I think that's messed up when you have a fighter as is as exciting and with power and stopping power and as promising as Crawford. Crawford 33. Yeah, he hasn't taken a lot of damage, but he's getting up to a point where it's like he needs to make these fights happen now where his window will close. Will he still go down as a great? Yeah, but it's always going to be that way. You could have fought this dude. He could have fought this dude. You know what I mean? I would hate to see yeah. that. I, I think we need to see what's shaking now. A Pacquiao fight? Whatever the fuck. I mean, yeah, it's it's a cool fight, but realistically speaking, what does a Pacquiao win do for him? Make him more marketable, maybe? But what does it yeah, do for your legend? Yeah, make him more marketable, yeah. get the paid. Um, he beats a legend. You know, all these guys did that yeah. shit in their time. Uh, Oscar went and beat the shit out of Julio when Julio was way past his prime. Uh, you know, it's been done throughout the years. It's not. It's it's my second choice out of the fight. Well, not even. I of course I'd rather see him fight Porter. I'd rather see him fight um, Danny Garcia. Um, but th they don't see. They don't fucking. They don't want to fucking work with each other. It's it's established. Heyman, Aram hates Heyman. Heyman would work with Aram, I believe, but Aram oh, just sure. has a fucking just. He's bitter because uh, Heyman's doing a big on him, basically. Exactly. He got that old mentality. And it's like, dude, you're, you're, you, the, the game has timed you out. You know what I mean? So instead of working with people, because I'm sure Golden Boy and Heyman, they don't have the best relationship. But when it's time to get a deal done, they need to get the deal done regardless. You know what I mean? And, and it's like that. And, and Matchroom, you know what I mean? They don't, I'm sure they all don't have the best relationship. But when it's time to get a deal done, they realize they need to get a deal done. But you're over here in the corner hiding all of your fighters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're hurting their legacy. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're hurting your legacy and you're fattening up your pockets. And I think they need to fucking realize that. And Aram's king for jerking people. He jerked Pac yeah. out. He's jerking everybody pretty much. He jerked Oscar, I'm sure. He's king of jerking people. So I think fighters need to wake up and just take more um, just take more of a stand and just be like, nah, I want this fight. If you're not going to give me this fight, then fuck it. I'll go, to, I'll go to my lawyer. I'll buy myself on my contract. Whatever needs to take place. You know what I mean? But I don't think Crawford's there. You know, I mean, he's still looking for the Pacquiao fight. He's still, you know, him and Aram still seem buddy-buddy. They still stay Spence's running, which I sincerely doubt Spence is running from them. You know what I mean? I think Spence wants to get it shaken. I think it just is what it is. You know what I mean? Uh, real quick, we got Womack in his little IMs. He's saying, uh, he's saying Crawford washes Pacman. Uh, oh. Top dogs need to fight top dogs, period. True, true. And true. he says Crawford and Spence should fight after Spence fights Danny Garcia. I think yeah. so, too. It's easier said I mean, than done. I'll say there's too many hoops. To jump. It, it could happen, and it should happen. It won't happen. I'll mm -hmm. say that. He's not going to fight until he fights Pacquiao and gets that bread, that bag first, uh, in I, my I wanna, opinion. I want to see all of them. I still would like to see, like I said before, I still like to see Crawford versus Porter. I think it's an exciting fight. I think Porter's a fucking That'll be sick ass, yeah. I, I want to see that. You know what I'm saying? I think we can, have can, 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 can fucking Porter get a rematch? Against Thurman, against fucking what happened to Thurman, though? I haven't he be getting jerked though. He be getting jerked like he don't even Who's get fucking promoter? rematches in these performances. Who's this promoter? Because he ends man. up on a shit end of the stick. Isn't it Heyman? I believe it's Heyman. Heyman, yeah. I don't know. He's a dog though. Porter's one of them dudes. He's one of them dudes. I think he's a high risk, low reward fight for everybody, and that's yeah. why I don't. Mm -hmm. And physical, he's gonna, he's gonna, it's gonna yeah. be a fucking baller room. 
boiler room brawl if you fucking with him. You yeah. know what I mean? Even if you beat him, he's going to be on your ass. You know what I mean? He's going to be physical. He's going to press up on you. He's going to throw a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. You're not going to come out that ring and feel you're going to know you fought. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things like, yeah, I won, but it's like, nah, but I, I busted you up. You know what I mean? But so it's kind of it's kind of weak that um that Thurman wouldn't give him a rematch because you know they were like you know they were peoples for a minute before that fight. I don't know if they still are, but you know that was kind of a bitch move not to do that. You know what I mean? Um, if you guys are boys like that, and you know it's not like Thurman went and jumped into some big fucking money fight. He, he was on hiatus for a minute, so I mean, nah, that was hella long after though. He fought back. But he was on. Didn't he have like shoulder surgery or, or whatever the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, but he had fights in between there, didn't he? I think he fought Colazzo in between there. If I'm not, I don't know. I could be wrong on that. But well, I just feel like he should have. He should have gave him the shot eventually. It's been about I mean, two or three years. But he didn't want that smoke again. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, he didn't. Obviously, he didn't want to fight him again. Like Porter's not a dude he's lined up to fight. Period. Like he's not a dude that he's tough. He's not a guy that you just want to fight, regardless of his ranking or his losses. He's not one of them guys you wake up and say, yeah, I think I want to take him because you know he's going to bring it. You know what I mean? He's going to bring it. He's going to be physical. And, you know, you're going to feel like you were in a fight after. And even if you win, yeah. that's a really clearly the clearest loss he had was what? Kel Brook, maybe? And even Kel, Kel Brook, Brook beat him. Uh, Kel Brook beat him. I thought he beat him fair and square. It was just I think it was more of um, Porter being a little inexperienced in the boxing game. You know, he stepped it up a lot um, with the jab and the movement the last couple years. I think he was just young. You know, he was really um, strong and athletic, but he wasn't ready yet when he took that fight. He, I think he learned a lot from that fight, and I think he gained a lot in uh, experience. And um, since then, I think he's been – I don't think he's lost. I thought he beat uh, Thurman, and I thought he beat Spence. So – He's getting the short end of the stick, you know, but it is what it is. Like you said, it's it's a dirty game in boxing. Ain't nobody trying to risk their title, their uh their O to fight a dog like that. Um, and he doesn't have this the strong backing from his management or promoter. So it seems I mean, like it, it, even if you go back to that Kell Brook fight, it's not like Kell Brook just got him up out of here and washed him. That was a no, he outboxed him. He outboxed him. He outboxed him. But he didn't get him out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like he took some blows, he busted Kell Brook up. They both were bleeding, and it was fairly close. I mean, it was 7-5 mm-hmm. maybe. You know what I mean? Or maybe 8-4. It wasn't just like where he was just outclassed and in a different division. Nobody's done that. And and Tell Brook took some punishment that fight. Now, if we go back to Thurman, after Thurman fought Porter, he fought Danny Garcia, um, which we got to respect that. You know what I mean? Obviously, that's a, that was a good fight. Um, and I can understand why he would want to fight uh, Danny Garcia instead of doing a rematch with Porter. That was a bigger mm-hmm. fight at the time. Then he fought Jose Cito Lopez, which was, I don't fucking know why you would do that. I mean, that <laughs> was a soft And then he fought Pacquiao. You know what I mean? I think definitely if he was to rematch Porter, he should have rematched him after Danny Garcia. But, you know, he was on his high horse. Probably the Pacquiao fight was in the works, and he didn't want to mess up that bag. So he was like, let me fight, you know, Jose Cito Lopez. I would have so rather my- see a trilogy between those two, though, man. Come on. Yeah. Um, that would have been dope. Yeah, but because that know, first fight was it was back and forth, the ebb and flow. Um, Porter had hurt him with a good body shot. Uh, Thurman was landing some clean shit too. Yeah, I thought I thought I watched that. I thought I did have Thurman winning, but I thought it was a close fight. I thought I could have went either way. You know, what I mean, I think I did have Thurman seven five in that fight, but I thought I could have went either way. And Thurman's been fucking MIA. I don't know what happened to Duke. Duke ain't fought. Since. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I heard he was supposed to fight somebody. Um, I forget who it was. I seen it on IG or some shit. I forget he was in the negotiations to make a fight happen. It was a mid-level guy. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. 
Yeah, I can't fight shit about him right now. And so, now he was and he was in the stands, wasn't he? Uh, last week, and he was in the stands. Yeah, he was in the stands. Mm-hmm. Oh, he might be trying life. to get a, a Crawford fight. If I'm, I think he was trying to get a Crawford fight. I don't I see like that happening. I'd like, I like, I'd like to see it, but I don't. I, I think he's going. They're going straight for Pacquiao, man. It makes the most sense, and like I said, Aram can probably jerk Pacquiao out of some money or some shit. Like mm-hmm. okay, so, so let's say he gets Pacquiao, right? So where does the welterweight division go from there, right? Because let's say Spence beats Garcia, fuck Crawford's mm-hmm. chasing Pacquiao. What's next? What's the What's the next fight? The Spence fight Thurman. Spence and Crawford. No, Crawford's gonna fight Pacquiao. <laughs> so who then? So who does Spence fight? Oh. He fights Thurman. Wait, he waits for the winner of that fucking yeah. Pacquiao and uh, Crawford. Really, you you don't think you would fight Thurman? I mean, he could. Thurman is PBC, so I could see it happening. I think he beats oh. Thurman because Thurman has a tendency to not like them body shots. Spence likes to dig to the body a lot. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, I want to see it. I definitely want to see it. I just think that a Pacquiao fight stagnates the division. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? And I get it from a financial standpoint. But I think it stagnates the division. You know what I mean? I understand from a financial, but it stagnates it. Whoever wins Garcia. I would say he's a tougher he's a tougher opponent than Danny Garcia right now. Who? Pacquiao. I don't agree with that, dude. I think I don't so. agree with that. I think Garcia beats Pacquiao. Hmm. Well, it depends what what type of uh, Pacquiao you're getting. Juiced uh, Pacquiao, or you know, I don't give a fuck which one. Nothing. <laughs> I don't care. I, I think mean, Danny Garcia. I think Pacquiao runs in the winner. Danny Garcia sucks for sure. He don't got it. He don't got it. Bron, right, like we'll, we'll find out a lot of shit on December fifth. Yeah. yeah, don't yeah. worry. Whatever fights comes out, we got the links for them things. Forward them things. Forward. Here's what I think though, and and I want just and I'm not gonna go on about it. I think the winner of how it should work, the winner of Garcia and Spence should fight Crawford. I don't think they should. I don't think there's no question about it. That should be okay. The fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should yeah. be the next fight. Now, however it breaks down and whatever politics come, that should be the next fight. And I also think Thurman should be in a mix for one of those big fights. Maybe even a rematch with Porter. Whatever. But I think that we have to get it shaken. I think people need to get, we need to get it shaken, you know, in those divisions and not play all of these games that just stagnate boxing because it wasn't that hard back in the day. Yeah, there was promoter games. There's always been games mm-hmm. where promoters. But people fought. You know what I mean? They, they At the end of the day, they – got in the ring and they settled it and they squashed it and, and it led to some legendary shit. I think a lot of fighters and a lot of promoters are scared to lose that O. But very few fighters retire undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're talking about some of the greats. Sweet Pea, fucking De La oh, Hoya, yeah. fucking Ali, Tyson. The list goes on and on. Very few dudes retire undefeated. It's only yeah. a few cats that really can, can step away unscathed. And if you lose, as long as you didn't get super washed, and even if you did, then you can always come back. You know what I mean? And I think that we're in an era where a loss automatically, oh, he's whack. Because you take an L, and it wasn't like that before. You know what I mean? Eric mm-hmm. Morales. You know, Eric fucking uh, Juan Manuel Marquez. These dudes was warriors. These dudes are all-time greats. But they was warriors. Part of what made their career and made their legacy is they got it shaking. What the fuck? Win, lose, or draw. They got fucking Manny Pacquiao. He got L's. A lot of them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah, hell of them. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to get out of that. Oh, well, if I lose my L, yeah, to a certain extent. But at some point, you're probably going to lose your, you know, 95% of boxers retire not undefeated. Yeah, that's true. No doubt. That's we, need to see some, we need to see this shit go down. 
Yeah, we definitely do. What are you rocking with? Oh, real quick. So two weeks ago, and we'll just jump to some MMA real quick. <laughs> on our last podcast, we had uh, <laughs> on our last podcast, Nippet talked about Glover Teixeira, and I kind of, I kind of, um, in a UFC light heavyweight division, and I kind of xed him out. Uh, two weeks ago, he fought the number two light heavyweight Santos. I mean, and he destroyed him. You know, in three rounds, he out grappled him. He he struck. He was his striking looked good, and he took him down. He had him in the dope mount position, did some ground and pound, and eventually submitted him with the rear naked choke, making him the number one contender at light heavyweight. Um, right now, and I think that is interesting because I think if the is uh, if the Adesanya versus Jan fight doesn't happen, or if Jan is successful, I think Glover Teixeira actually poses a threat. I mean, he's old school and he has a really good game in terms of he's he's fairly complete. I know he lost to some of some of the elite light heavyweights, but right now where the light heavyweight division stands with the void in talent, he's up there. John Jones went five rounds with, with uh, Diego Santos. He went five rounds, and part of that was because he wasn't motivated, whereas Glover Teixeira just dominated with the, with his grappling. And I think that it would be interesting to see him in the future and to see where they position him in terms of the UFC light heavyweight division. Okay, okay. No doubt. And that was your man you called out. You know what I mean? Uh, Teixeira. That was your dude. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I mean, he's an OG. <laughs> he got power. Um, He's dangerous. He's always a dangerous draw. Um. I've always been impressed by his uh, work ethic, and he don't quit. You know, he's going to come at you, and he's a warrior. Love, I love to see him fight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so what we push? Mm-hmm. What we want next? Good shit. Good shit. All right. Well, right now. That was we're two weeks of boxing quit. right there, folks. Yeah, Two weeks. Yeah, we apologize for the wait, but we had to, we had to pack it in. Yeah, you know what I mean? We got some it right, yeah, though. Some technical difficulties. Technical some technical difficulties. difficulties. We'll, we'll call it technical. that. Hey, you know, we're, we're learning. Technical. We're learning. Living, you learn. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, switch gears right now and uh, talk a little bit about some uh, NBA uh, transactions that have been happening and uh, lead into the draft. We got the draft coming up tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, 4 30 starts 4 30 p.m. 4 30. Um, and um, we're gonna bring in, we're gonna bring in our uh, one of our affiliates out here. We're gonna get Kales on. Yes, uh, let's sir. add him in here, get him into this, uh, get him into some NBA talk. There we yeah, go. What's, what's up? What's good? What's Taylor, good? Taylor, what up? What's going down, y'all? Thanks for having me. What's up, what's up, man? What's up, Leo? Oh, good. What's up? So we're shaking, we, we're man. Talking we're talking NBA yeah. right now. We're shaking. Yeah, it's uh it's an interesting time in the NBA. You know, the season's uh gonna be back in full swing in, in uh shit, just over a month. Uh yeah. if you can believe it. Um yeah, man, super exciting, lots of moves in the last uh few days. Just yesterday, you know, Chris Paul going to going to Phoenix, uh mm-hmm. making things interesting in the West. Uh, hearing a lot of noise out yeah. Houston. Um, you know, some interesting rumors there with Harden and Westbrook. So, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, our our uh, beloved Warriors on the come up. Yes, you sir. Know, getting healthy, getting back in a high position to make some big moves tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. you know, lots of things, lots of things in the works. Yeah, I would love to get through it. Let's yeah. start with. Uh, um, want to start with free agents, or we want to start with the Dubs? Uh, let's do some free agent talk real quick. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk about one of the big stories, Harden. You know what I mean? So 
Harden out of Houston, a lot's getting passed around. He wants to go and be with KD um, in in Brooklyn with KD and uh, Kyrie Irving, which I think is a recipe for disaster. You know what I mean? The fucking, fucking Kyrie's emo <laughs> is fucked. KD's hella emo. And you bring Flatters, Kyrie. You know what I mean? I don't you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think it's a good case. Um, some, I, I looked online, and I don't even know how that would work. Maybe they would have Kyrie play one and James Harden play two. But I, don't, I don't know, but I just don't think there's enough shots on that team. I think James Harden really needs to play with somebody like maybe AD or just like a big dude that can rebound and put, put the ball back in because he needs the ball in his hands. I mean, his offense, when you watch the Rockets, is pretty much him taking up the ball and doing a step back. So he, I don't think he would mesh well with another really good scorer or with somebody that's a really good ball handler. I think that he needs just like a big dude that can kick it out, my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, it just seems like a soap opera. I mean, it already <laughs> is with Kyrie and KD, you know, and, and Steve Nash, an unproven coach. And then you get, you know, you throw Harden in, and it's just a ball stopper. It's like uh, there's no ball movement. There's, Triple for uh, twenty seconds, pass it. Yeah. Or, you know. I don't know how. I don't know how chemistry. How you build chemistry in a situation like that? Um, too many egos. You know. Shit, I, I'm sure. You know. I'm sure there. It's exciting on the surface, but uh, as soon as shit starts to go go south, uh, you know, their their sensitive, you know, personalities are gonna just like kind of eat away at them, and you know, the New York media doesn't look kindly on that shit. Uh, you know, if they don't reach expectations, it's gonna yeah, be shit. Unforgiven out there. Yeah, they're unforgiven. Hell yeah. And the Nets are already yeah. like the asshole of, of, of the East Coast anyway. You know what I'm saying? They already don't have <laughs> the Knicks could lose for the next half a century and and it'll still be New York's team. As of the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets, they don't have that respect. So they have, even though they've been performing better than the Knicks since they've been in Brooklyn, yeah. they've been going to the mm-hmm. playoffs, but they still don't have that love from, from New York. And you go and you get hard in. You get these stars and you still fuck that package up, <laughs> man. You know what nah. I mean? It's gonna be hard on you, man. Yeah, I think you know Harden. Harden needs, you know, honestly, he had a he had a decent situation when they had Capella a few years yeah. ago in Houston. They had a bunch of defenders, Capella and role players. That was kind of his best scenario, and unfortunately, the Warriors were the team <laughs> to beat, and we kind of <laughs> crushed them. But uh, I don't see how he can coexist with another superstar, let alone two superstars. I just yeah. feel like you know, Harden, you know, the ball stops with him. Uh, he gets to the foul line and does his flopping, you know, half the game, and uh, that's kind of his game. So I don't that was yeah, that's what I say. That's, that's his game. Yeah, he ha- if he goes to the to the to Brooklyn, he has to change that style. That shit ain't He's happening. A weirdo, dude. He ain't uh, I mean, so <laughs> and the and the Rockets was also traded uh, Robert Covington to the to the uh, Portland. Uh, Portland Trailblazers for Trevor Rizia and a 2021st round pick. That went so, down officially. Um, they're finalizing it. Um, but I think all this is official tomorrow, I believe, before the um the draft. So yeah, it's um I think Harden's gonna either go to there's another talk that maybe uh uh what was it uh trade with the Rockets and what's the the Wizards for Bradley Beal. That's another that was another rumor that I've heard earlier today, but um the GM for the Wizards already said that it, that's not happening at all. Bradley Beal is, is not going anywhere, according to him. But, yeah. of course, um, anything could happen, though, especially with the trades and the draft and whatnot. So it's going to be crazy tomorrow. The, Ro- the Rockets said, said they don't really want to deal hard. And if they, if they deal hard and they want, you know, Irving or somebody, they're not in the – 
they're not just going to give away Harden for free. You know, I'm going to give yeah, away. Yeah, that would be dumb. Why the fuck I mean, I think that's that, that's another caveat that we have to think. And Boston just stepped in the mix, and they're talking about they might want to trade uh, Haywood and somebody else for Harden. Kemba, um, they said Kemba, they want to deal Kemba, maybe. Yeah, Kemba. Um, I think that's a dumb move too. I mean, I think that I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking Harden, but I garbage, think though, I would trade there. Tatum, Tatum, with Tatum there, that's his team. I think yeah. you just bring support around him and build around him. I don't think you need to bring in Harden. I don't think you're missing that. I think you're missing some different elements on your team. You know what I mean? Maybe another shooter, um, mm-hmm. a big guy that, that that can get rebounds and score. I don't think you need to bring in uh, Harden because what he does bring in offense, defensive liability, and the lack of ball movement. Like like Mikel said, like Killer said, you know what I'm saying? The lack of ball movement, the ball stops with him. So your offense isn't mm-hmm. fluid as it needs to be. Yeah, let's not sleep on the teams that are already atop the atop the East, like Miami, you know, Lux. Boston, Lux major moves too, Milwaukee. You know, these teams have chemistry already. You know, there's something to be said for that. And uh, you know, I think there's just uh, pe- you know people want to pencil in these like superstar uh, you know mashups just mm. because on paper it sounds good. But I don't know, man. The East is loaded. Absolutely. I mean, I think, and, and to piggyback off of your point, a lot of people is chasing the dubs, man. You know what I mean? In terms of what we did. And still, they, still. they like to throw around super team this and super team that. Mm-hmm. We built our team. Especially with the, having the numbers, number second, I mean, the number two draft pick, they're like, what, you know, what, night, what are the Warriors going to do? Are they going to trade it? Are they going to yeah. draft two? You know what I'm saying? Um, they got like, you know, like I was hearing, like in the when they were playing in the bubble, that everybody was talking about the Warriors, like, oh, we got to, you know, fix up our squads for the next season already. I mean, that was the talk in the bubble. I mean, that's what I heard in all the uh, bubble talk. But uh, it's going to go down tomorrow, definitely. Leo, with the bubble talk. You can't, you can't, um, but like you said, you can't just mash superstars together and think it's just going to work. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it is about chemistry, and that's what made the Warriors great. Is if that's, that's, that's LeBron's team. Achilles heel is we always got that fucking home-drafted, uh, built team, and he yeah. always tries to take that bullshit-ass shortcut and go after everybody he can and trade away the future. And then they're like, oh, when he when he left, look what happened when he came. They're, you know, they're 50 wins. And when he when they he leaves, they're seven and uh, whatever. Like, like, dude, yeah, because he fucking trades away their whole future. He gets rid of all the young players. He trades away the fires the coach. Future, fires a coach. Yeah. It's true. I mean, look at uh look at Denver, right? They built that team through the draft. Uh-huh. Those guys, uh, they're gonna be good for a while. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, that's nasty. kind of the model. And yeah, that's kind of the model that the Warriors established. And you know, kudos to them. They got they found some studs, and you know, they're putting they're putting some heat on on the other teams in the in the West. Meanwhile, you got the Clippers who yeah. tried to, you know, <laughs> smeal this this character and that character. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper Lou. Exactly. And they got uh and they got playoff PG just bricking left and right. Uh, so it'll, you know, it's interesting how how teams try to take that shortcut it doesn't always work. No, nah, it doesn't. I don't know work. what happened to Paul George too, because he used to be like a lockdown defender at one point. Um, he had that nasty yeah, injury. Yeah, about that nasty ass. Yeah. But I mean, he's had years to recover from that. I don't see how that would affect his defense. Like he don't even try. It seems like I don't I think, think he's a true superstar. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I think it's psychological, man. His because his game is tight. You know, he's still a he can he's effective. You know, most of the season, and then once you get in the playoffs. Something happens in his in his mind where he's uh you know I think that I think that big shot from um my boy up in Portland you know kind of kind of got in his head a little bit. Dame Dollar. Yeah, Dame. 
But yeah, man, it's interesting. And then, you know, what do y'all think about the Warriors? I mean, we have we're in prime position. I don't know if you want to talk about the dubs yet. Uh, we could hold off. Just let's let Ewa come back in. Um, you got any other like uh, transactions that went down yesterday? Didn't the did we talk about the uh, the Bucks? Their mm. moves, Bogdanovich. Yeah, the interesting one. Jay yeah, Rue. Drew Holiday Drew. as well. Drew Holiday. I, I mean, I think they improved. Um, I don't know if it's enough for them to automatically be, you know, penciled in at the top of the East. Um, you know, quite quite honestly, I feel like they they got better. And Drew Holiday is an improvement over Bledsoe and um, and Hill. But man, you know, you still got some. You still got the dogs in Miami. You still got Boston. And uh, don't sleep on Toronto. Sixers with Doc Rivers. And 76ers and, of course, Brooklyn. With Doc Rivers. So, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think uh, this is make or break for, for Milwaukee. Like Giannis. Yeah. Uh, there's, the, there's debate out there whether they should trade Giannis now and get something in return for him or try to ride, try to you know make it happen this year and – Hopefully they win and he sticks around. But if they lose and he walks next year as a free agent, they get shit for him. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that's I mean, the worst case scenario. I mean, I think to, to jump in too, I mean, I don't think I'm out of pocket for saying Giannis is kind of, I mean, I don't know if it's due to his supporting cast. He's underwhelmed in the playoffs this year and last year. You know what I mean? Like he, he botched it against the Raptors. And then this year he got his ass kicked by Miami. You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. that when you look at um, when you look at the greats, the greats, man, when it's time to work, you got to work, man. You got to put in that pain. So, I mean, I think it is a, a make or break season for Giannis. I probably would deal him now, though. You know what I mean? I think he would be yeah. good. But I think he would be good in a team if he's surrounded by shooters because he doesn't have a mid-range game, really. So he has to be in exactly. the team. Teams have realized that, and they clogged the key especially in the playoffs. Whereas if he has a shooter or two shooters that can spread out the floor some, I think it would enable him to be a better uh, a better offensive threat. And also, I think, I mean, he has to develop some kind of mid-range game. I mean, he doesn't have to be just water for mid-range, but he needs to develop some kind of pull-up jump shot just so to keep the defense honest. I mean, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, uh, you know, he's he's still improving and he's still, he's still got uh, – some uh some growth to do in terms of uh developing his offensive game um and I, I you know i still put it on his supporting cast i mean i think middleton yeah. is a terrific player but he's not an elite superstar and in this day and age you need at least two superstars uh mm -hmm. you know brooke lopez is like a decent you know streaky shooter but he's not a consistent three-point shooter and besides that who do they have from an offensive standpoint yeah, so I think Drew Holiday now, though. Drew Holiday, yeah. We'll see yeah. if that if that pushes them over the edge. But you know, they put a lot of pressure on Giannis to kind of carry the load, and I don't think he's there yet offensively. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. No doubt. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, let's fucking move on to the Warriors uh, draft and Warriors. Pretty much Warriors uh, Warrior centric from on our part. What do we I mean, see going on? What do we see going on? We got a what lot of. Y'all think they're going to keep the pick or trade the pick? That's uh, a big I think question. They I don't know, man. I mean, I think I think the ball's in their court. I just hope they don't fuck the package up. Here's what I think, and I don't really care. I think we need. I think we need to definitely address a big man. Whether we do that in a free agency, and me and Nip, and we were discussing this in a group chat. Somebody like Whiteside, 
you know, a Rudy Gobert. And now we don't need a huge scoring defender, but a nasty defender that can grab rebounds. When you look at the stats, when we won chips, we was top three in defense. And when we mm-hmm. lost, we were like five or six. You know what yeah. I mean? So we need to improve that. And I think that we were getting killed on the rebounds. We haven't had a good big man. So I think if we don't address the big man in a draft and get somebody like Whiteside, then we definitely need to address it in free agency. I think the balls are really in their court, though. They can trade down. They could trade it for maybe a, a superstar. Or they could take somebody like um, Wiseman at number two. Or they could even take somebody like Toppin at number two and then go after a big dude in free agency. But I think we really need to address the big dude. And then everything else is kind of extra. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. We got we pretty much have we pretty much have many options. Like you said, we could trade the pick. We could trade down um, and get somebody later. We can um, trade it for you know. I don't know who would be available. Maybe Gobert. Um, I don't know if you want to give up the two for Gobert. If you want to move Draymond, maybe maybe move Draymond for Gobert straight out. Um, Remember the second round pick. Remember they were talking about the Spurs too with with, with uh, Lamarcus uh, Aldridge. Um, I think I kind of like that. He's a little long in the tooth, though, for me. I believe he's 35. So, um, they were talking about him and a number 11 pick, though, right? We got the, would get the number, we would get the number 11 in return. Uh, that's not a bad deal. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure about that, man. I mean, I think you got to keep Draymond, first of all, unless See? if it's like a, unless if it's a oh, no brainer. Yeah. It's a two versus two on that one because I, 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 I would have dealt him. I think he would wants to deal him. Uh, I, I, I can't. I think. I think it's. It depends on the deal. I mean, definitely. I think I would. Yeah, I think for point in, for, I would deal him for Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. 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 Why not? Because Pas- We got Pascal. Yeah, Draymond. Draymond was punking on Goldberg. What the fuck? You want Goldberg yeah. in the squad? <laughs> you made okay. him cry. Blood. Come on, man. Yeah, but look at Draymond last season, though. Look how he was acting. He was on some funny style shit. It wasn't even on, Draymond. And the last championship, Draymond made his ass cry. You're gonna want to trade him while you can still get value instead of getting him when he's all old and washed up. I Bill Walsh in NFL would always always deal the guy one year before than uh, one year too late. When give him another, early, give him another. Give him another. Another year with Clay and Steph. Last year yeah. was a wash. That's you can't even count last year. I think yeah, Draymond exactly. is, is so invaluable in terms of passing, defense. You know he's a. Maybe like, that was the fucking turnovers though. Like he's the floor general. Yeah, I mean he he can get careless, but he you know so can Steph and, and Steph you know? too. Steph was dick yeah, was getting I, like that too. I, mean, I think Dre and Dre brings th- so much to the team. You know, yeah, yeah. give him another, give him another year, see what happens. I mean, Gobert is pretty good, but he's not an elite center. He's a star. But on our squad, on our squad, on our squad, he'd be sick though. Yeah, with the uh, Steph and Clay, the spacing of uh, the Warriors, all he, his job is only just easy. just block and grab rebounds. Just draft Wiseman. Easy. He's only 18 years old. I would, I, I'm, I'm for Wiseman, too. I mean, I think if we keep the number two, if here, here's my two best options. If we keep the number two pick, draft Wiseman or draft Toppin, but you have to go after somebody like Whiteside. You know what I mean? You have to, and that would be that would be that would be a win win. Or Ibaka. Ibaka's out there too. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. Ibaka's good, but but, but but him coming off the bench with him and Draymond spending time uh, splitting time like, in the center is good. Yeah. I feel like Ibaka's more effective, more consistent than than Whiteside. Yeah, Whiteside's yeah. a little spotty. I mean, we can get both. And Ibaka, and Ibaka can shoot the three too. Yeah, yeah, but I'm looking for for a nasty dude. Whiteside's better at rebounding and defense, and that's what I'm looking for more so in the center position. I don't think we necessarily need somebody, especially if we keep um, Wiggins. Wiggins. 
Yeah, especially if we keep Wiggins. We don't necessarily need another scorer. We just need somebody that can rebound and that can protect the rim, that can get the offensive and defensive glass, that can run the court, and that can protect the rim. We get that, and we're unstoppable. So, I mean, I think we need to get that's the missing piece. Now, however we use our draft pick to get that, I think that's what we need to do, you know what I mean, regardless. And, and so I'm for Toppin. Or I'm for Wiseman, but if we go with Toppin and we go with the with the smaller dude, then I think we need to deal with because we need to deal with somebody to address our big man issue. Yeah, I mean, I think we have, you know, we have and a don't few forget, holes. We get- Let's be honest. You know, we have uh, we yeah. need size for sure. We need defense, but I would also argue we need another score off the bench. You know, we we don't have the Livingstons, the Iggy's of the world. We got Pascal though. Pascal, yeah, but who else beyond him? I mean, I would deal Wiggins too. I would, yeah. Me. I'm not against dealing Wiggins, quite honestly. Get like a mid round first. Um, my uncle, I was talking to my uncle today. He's a big hoops fan, and he had pointed me in the direction of uh, Aaron Neesmith out of uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, he played under Jerry Stackhouse. I watched a little bit of his footage. Uh, he's six six, two thirteen, and he can shoot. Um, I think we need one more shooter on the court. I just I, I ain't a fan of Wiggins. Like I think he's too inconsistent. I think he's gonna show up when he wants to show up. But I feel like he's a piece you can deal um and get something back. You know what I mean? Depending on, I mean, depending, on, depending on what you need. I mean, I don't I don't I don't agree. I think he I think he was good last season with us. I think he'll be any I think he'll be even better. I mean, with the spacing and clay and oh, curry yeah. and he can slash, I think he'll be even better. You know what I mean? So I mean I think he's I think I don't any any kind of trade, it has to be the right deal. You know what I'm saying? Don't shoot yourself in the foot, especially because we have our mid-level exception. So we can sign a veteran for our bench. We can go after somebody in free agency and get some get some depth on the bench. But I think definitely in the front, we definitely need to make sure we address a big man. You know, um, also who I like last year, I thought actually was promising. I don't know if we signed him was Damian Lee. Damian Lee would be good off of the bench. Yeah, Damian Lee. Maybe get another veteran. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like that, and 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 then we could work our bench like that. Have a real solid eight nine man rotation. And so who's, who's that? Uh, who's uh? Damn, I forgot dude's name. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, so coming off the bench, who are we talking about? Marquise Chris. Damian there you go. Lee. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, Marquise Chris, Damian Lee, Pascal, Bowman, uh, Wiggins. Now Bowman. Wiggins is starting right now. Wiggins is starting. Yeah, Wiggins is the three. So it's and, and so starting is Clay, and it's Curry, Clay, Wiggins. I don't know who the fuck the center is. Draymond, 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 Draymond and yeah. whatever center Looney. Oh, power forward. You can put Looney. Looney's a bum. We need to get rid of Looney's ass. You know what I'm saying? That's who we need to get the fuck <laughs> out of here for sure. I was I was high on him one year. He got neuropathy though. Big fucking Uncle Fester looking fuck. We need to get him up out of there, man. I think we need to deal him, man. Yeah, he's got some serious health I don't think we can deal him from nothing. Get get a fucking bagel for him. Bench would be nasty, though. Wiggins coming off the bench on our second Wiggins coming off the bench. I'm saying we need a second unit. You don't need Wiggins off the bench. You can start him. I'm saying, though. But, like, remember when the Clippers were before all of the shit with the claw? When, when, uh, when Bo, when Lou Williams would come in, okay, they would they would, they would push the pace, and that would give you a real jump. He's not really that type of. I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, Wiggins is going to give you 18, 19 points a night. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying he's kind of like the Harrison. He's like the Harrison Barnes in this squad right now. If you think no, he's about not it. a little Barnes is fucking weird. Barnes is trash. I mean, so, so, I mean he's, he's up, 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 up
You're not even playing the same sport, man. What are we talking about here, man? Who are y'all picking? And what are we doing with the draft? Who are y'all picking? That's what I want to know. What you know, I'm going. Pick? You know, I'm going. Uh, I'm, if doing? I if I'm GM, uh, I'm taking a uh, topping. Uh, I like uh, I like his aggressiveness. I know he lacks a little bit on defense, but um, I feel like him getting other uh, opposing uh, defenders in foul trouble is uh, is something that will happen because you know you got ad stepping out to guard him he's going to be grabbing him and shit like that um it, it'll stretch the court a little more um i feel like he can shoot threes he's not great but he's 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 definitely for a big powerful can knock him down um he can dunk he takes the he tackle rim he's six nine he's a small power forward but i mean He's a he's good power forward for the Warriors though, because he could stretch the court. You know what I mean? We could run up and down the court with the uh, Lakers. That's their whole game is transition game. So we can we could have a little opposing transition game, get LeBron and uh, AD into foul trouble, attack the rim. We don't got nobody really attacks the rim right now. All mm-hmm. we got is Wiggins, and I don't, I don't feel comfortable having Wiggins being the only uh, slasher on the squad right now. You need somebody to slash and kick it out to Stephen Clay, get those lanes open, passing lanes open for um bombing them threes again. So question for you, Nip, in terms of topping, where where is he an upgrade over Wiseman in terms oh, of attacking the rim? Uh he can dribble, he can drive in and, and slam. Wiseman is a little bit slower, a little bit stiffer, in my opinion. Um offensively, he can't hit no threes. Where a topping can hit the threes. Um still in the Warriors offense, you want um, you know, KD was out there hitting threes as a power forward, playing P power forward. Yeah, he ain't gonna be a replacement for KD. But he's he like a low poor man's KD, I guess. Not even though. Mm. Uh, but Wiseman has Wiseman has more of an upside to me. He's eight. Oh, yeah. But he also has more of a uh, potential for bust, nah. in my opinion. He's is twenty two years old, by the way, too. Yeah, I mean he's eighteen. He's That's nineteen. Kind of negative though. He hasn't grown into his four oh, man go, yet. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. See, you know I mean, the Warriors can hold him in the middle. I mean, and he could yeah. be a force in the middle, and the Warriors, like like Leo said, the Lord, the Warriors can mold him. So I'm not saying either or, but yeah. uh, but Toppin is a small power forward. I mean, let's be real; he's a small power forward. But in, the, in a league of small power forwards, though, I mean, it's it's not the same game where we where we grow up with. These dudes are all smaller. The the whole there's barely any centers. You know what I mean? They don't even play in the fucking paint. I think yeah. defense is the big knock, you know. That's what and, I uh, and you look at the top teams; every uh, all the top teams the last couple of years, their defense was was top tier, right? Miami, L.A., us; those years we won, we got to mm-hmm. work, you know, defensive side of the ball. And I think that's topping is a big risk there. But that's Otherwise, where you bring in a that's where you bring in a center, though. That's where you bring in a, a white side or an Ibaka. You know what I, I mean? It ain't, it ain't, it don't just have to be topping, and that's it. We go after Ibaka, and we get topping. I think that's a winning combo right there. There you go again. I mean, you know, it's risky in the West, man. You know, Wiseman is more of a project. If anything, uh, we I think we need to win right now while um, Steph and Clay are healthy and in their prime. That's fair. That's fair. What do I mean? I'm not going to knock Wiseman. I definitely, if they pick Wiseman, I am not mad. You know, you know, I think he's a good player too. I just feel like I think Toppin gives us that extra dimension where he makes our offense even more explosive and can get other players into foul trouble. Wiseman ain't going to do that. He's not going to attack the rim in that uh, same he's fashion. He's going to be dunking on people. Yeah, he's not a slasher. He's big enough to yam it. He's is he, though? Is he big ball. enough to dunk on Dwight yeah. Howard? I don't know. Dwight he's Howard, my body's ass. He's going to have to add muscle. Watch some of his film. I was watching today. He He's a little bit soft in there. 
I ain't gonna lie. He's got potential to develop a mid-range. You know, he's got a, he's got really good shooting potential, and I think uh, Warriors will develop that with Wiseman. Who knows? You know, we'll see. I'm Find also twenty-four I'm, hours. I'm curious about a dude from USC, Okongwu. Uh, I haven't seen him. He told me about him. He, he defensively, he's supposed to be legit. You know, better than Wiseman. Uh, some folks are kind of comparing him to um, to Bam, maybe because they're both Nigerian. I don't know, but you know, he's a big dude, lanky. He's, he fits the you know kind of modern prototype of a you know power forward center, shot blocker, you know rim protector extraordinaire. Uh, doesn't necessarily have like a smooth shot, but uh, very aggressive. And um, you know, I think he could fit in, in our in our style of play. This is Okungwu. Okungwu. Okay, so uh, NBA com, NBA.com has him going at number nine to the Wizards in their mock draft. Let me just read through the top uh, ten on that one. So they got the Timberwolves at number one taking Anthony Edwards. Warriors at number two going with Wiseman. Uh, Hornets at number three with Lamelo Ball. Chicago Bulls. Uh, Danny uh, Avdija. Mm -hmm. uh, number five they got the Cavaliers taking Toppin. Uh, Hawks at six got Tyler Halliburton going to the Cavaliers. Uh, number seven. Oh no, I'm this, is all, NBA, this is NBA.com. Oh, okay, okay. Because uh, I did my own little five top five top five picks. All right. Uh, number seven Pistons Patrick Williams. Number eight the Knicks. We got Killian Hayes. Uh, Wizards Oniko Okungwo, and then at ten the Suns Isaac Okoro. Devin Vass, I don't know what the fuck they got too. That's weird. Uh, I've I've been hearing that this is like one of the weakest weakest drafts, um, and it's gonna be like a weak draft. Aside from the top three or four, it's pretty much done after that. I mean, it remains to be seen. But um, mm -hmm. Leo, you yeah. had your own top five. You said, yeah. So I did a little um, mock. Uh, top five. I had um, just basically like what you said, Anthony Edwards to uh, to the Timberwolves, Wiseman to the Warriors, Lamelo to uh, uh, Lamelo Ball to the Hornets, uh, Denny to the Bulls, and Cavaliers with a cat from USC, Unica, and I had Toppin going to the Pistons at number seven. Damn, if he falls to seven, that's a steal. We'll see. What I, I mean, the defense is a, a defense. He does. He is flawed with his defensive game. I just did a little quick mock, but we'll see tomorrow that's though. I'm excited, man. I think it's yeah, gonna be too. uh it's gonna be I a big uh, big deal for us out here. We're in a good position, you know. Mm -hmm. If someone offers someone mm -hmm. uh you know a veteran for that number two spot and Wiggins potentially, you know, I don't that could be a possibility too. I mean, what vets would you be looking at? Because I don't think the Sixers are dealing any of their guys. Uh Beal, Beal might be one. Maybe Beal. I don't like Beal. I mean, I do like Beal as a player, but in our system, that's three um, three similar. Uh, well, him and Clay are kind of similar. I don't think he plays good enough defense. He can definitely shoot, but I don't know if I want to give up the two pick for that. You know what I mean? Unless mm -hmm. it was a swap of picks. What are they picking at? Did they even have a first-round pick? Let me see what these two Who? Uh, Sixers. Oh, I don't know. I don't think they even – they might even have a first-round pick. Let me check real quick. I mean, that's just one scenario, but I, I mean, not Sixers, uh, Washington. My Washington. The fuck is Washington picking at? Oh, they would be at nine. I would not be opposed. Well, 
I don't know, man. I kind of I'm in a win now mode. I feel like our guys are getting up there in age a little bit. They still got about three or four years of dominance. But, mm-hmm. you know, Steph has a history of getting injured. So I think you got to get those dubs out when you, well, you can and go for the go for the kill now. And, yes. you know, LeBron, LeBron is going to load up. He ain't going to slow down. They're going to keep adding players. They got Schrader. Um, they're going to keep adding guys in there. So I feel like we got to, you know, we're in the arms race with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why the vet, we that's why the vet route is appealing. That's why it's appealing to, to, you know, trade for a vet as opposed to develop someone like Wiseman who, who knows what you're going to get in year one. Uh, so would you do it for uh, – would you do the two for uh, – what's your boy's name? The center for the Sixers? Oh, Embiid? Yeah, Embiid. You do it for Fuck Embiid? yeah. The two? Hell yeah. I don't know, man. So Embiid kind of stuff too. Yeah, I don't know about Embiid though. But maybe though. I mean, I think – I think – I think I think when we look who, at who, Embiid – Who in the draft is better than Embiid? No, his right. injury, he's always his hurt though in the, in the playoffs. I, I, think, I think when you look at it this way, when you put Embiid – with with curry and with clay it takes off a hell of a lot of his load so it makes exactly. him, it makes him and he can shoot outside so i mean i, I um but then what, what do you do with draymond if you get him you put him power at four forward. put him at four power forward, power forward. Then who, okay, so you so you got who's going on the bench who needs to go on the bench you got you got curry clay <laughs> wiggins draymond Wait, wiggins goes to the bench Wiggins goes to the bench. Wiggins goes to the why bench. Would, why would, but why do you need to put him on a bench? Then who starts at the three spot? I just don't feel like that's an athletic enough squad. Put Pascal um, in the put Pascal in the starting spot. It don't matter if you have. MB I think Draymond needs to come off the bench. That's what I think. But I he think that would be that I'm not mad at Draymond coming off the bench. I'm not mad, but I think we definitely need a big thing. You know, Mikel says something. Uh, I, one dude who's raw as fuck, Adubayo. I don't know if we could trade for him, but he nah. would be nah, Miami is not letting Bam go. Miami. He would be. He would be that. He, that's oh, yeah. that thing right there. That's that Bam, thing right there. You yeah, Bam I mean? is a beast. That, yeah, Miami, that's there's a, no way in hell Miami is trading Bam Adubayo. That's yeah. like I see. I see Harden getting traded before Bam Adubayo gets traded. I think. I think. I would definitely say Embiid. I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad at getting Embiid for number two. I, I would probably, I would actually probably take Gobert over Embiid. I think. Really? Are you talking about Embiid? This dude is hurt every fucking playoff game, dude. He gets hurt like two times in the same fucking game. Comes back, gets hurt again. Yeah, because like, he got Ben Simmons, and I don't even know who the hell he has anymore. To I don't know, bro. I, I, I Embiid, Embiid, Embiid doesn't even really have to score on the Warriors. Yeah, for yeah. real. Just pick the yeah. yeah. board. Yeah, but he got to stay healthy, though. That's the main fucking factor. All right, I got the best uh, ability is availability, and he ain't showing that. I got, I got a big, uh, you know, curveball question. Giannis, right? Let's go back to Giannis. Okay. All this right. is this is make or break time for Giannis, and it's make or break time for the Bucks. If they don't, if they don't convince Giannis that this is uh, a winning organization. Uh, he's probably going to want to leave next year, and they get jack shit for him, right? Uh, is he trade material? And you know, I think all of us on this call agree that that might be you know worth listening to from a buck standpoint. But if you're the Warriors, what do you package up to get someone like Giannis? I think the ball's in our court because we have the best package to give out of anybody exactly. out maybe, there. Maybe a number two mm-hmm. in Wiggins. I then, could do. I would do a number two in Wiggins and 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 Minnesota's pick next year. That's the, are you yeah, saying trade trade for this season or trade for next season? This season, this season, right now, this season, right now, right now, right now. Yeah. Wiggins so, and a draft and, pick next year, and next year's draft pick, uh, the one that we got from Minnesota, I believe. 
But, yeah. but I, I go I go Draymond and the number two pick, and let's make yeah. it happen. If if I'm Milwaukee, I'm Wiggins and a number two pick is not nearly enough for Giannis. If I'm so Milwaukee, Draymond, so, want, so I'm asking Draymond. So rich in the pot, rich in the pot. Go Draymond, a number two, and uh, I mean the number two pick this year, and throwing the Timberwolves pick next year. Fuck it. Where are you going, Cal? Yeah, I'll make I mean, that trade right now. If, if that's I'll tell you what, Clay and Steph are off limits. Of so that's yeah. a non, that's a non-starter. Uh-huh. And when it comes to the Greek freak, I, I would put Draymond on the table for sure. And uh, yeah, what Nip said, number two this year and um, pick next year. But like, but like you said, here's the bottom line: if they don't win next year and he walks, you got jack shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, so a, a number two Wiggins and a, and a pick next year might be good, and maybe some bench dude is better than you Nothing. get a jack shit. I don't think they're going to do it this year. I, I don't think either. they're going to do it this year unless they do some miraculous free agent. I think there's bigger monsters in the East, and I think especially this year without that bubble bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With actually playing, playing, and having to having to go through the grit and grind of a whole season. I don't know that they do it this year. And it's only dog. playing 72 games as well, so I mean, it's short dog. season. You know what I'm saying? Miami's still a dog. Boston's a perennial contender. You can't sleep on the Raptors. I mean, it's it's dogs in the East. So yeah, I don't I'll know sleep on the Raptors. Fuck the Raptors. I'm just saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Boston's, Boston's, too. Boston's Drake still in the That's what I said. Boston's perennial. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's dogs over there. So, I mean, I think that you have to look at it from a strategic standpoint. And if you're the Bucks, maybe it is time to will and deal. You know what I mean? Get what you can get. And I think we, I think I agree with Nick. For all the teams out there, we have the best package. For sure. No question. We can we can offer them the best package. You know what I mean? I just don't know that they have somebody in the draft that they necessarily want at number two. I mean, they take the number two pick and they do what? They get Wiseman maybe? Toppin? Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's I, I, I don't a rebuilding know. scenario for them. You know, and they yeah. got to be willing to rebuild this year as opposed to next year. Uh, yeah. Assuming that you know, they don't win and Giannis wants to walk. But that's a roll of the dice, you know. That's a big uh, – I'm sure they're weighing that, their options and probably the Warriors are considering that too. I just and hope we don't fair. fuck with LaMelo. We don't need none of them fucking ball fucks on no, our we squad. we don't need LaMelo. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at LaMelo. I'm not, I'm not mad at LaMelo. He's not, fuck LaMelo. He's not, he's not, he's not I don't a fuck with none of the balls. I mean, he's not a fit for our squad, regardless of whatever. I, mean, I don't know. He's definitely not a fit for our squad. So Yo, as, I, as a light skinned brother, we, I think we Warriors got enough light skinned brothers on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I think it's going to be interesting. Though I think the draft will be be exciting tomorrow. And I think the free agency, you know, I mean, it's already heating up. So I think it's going to be dope to see where the season is. And I'm just glad basketball is back too, and not that bullshit bubble. At the, mm-hmm. I'm talking about real season hoops, not that shit. The COVID. Don't thing. jump the gun. Don't jump the gun because this shit's mm-hmm. rising like fuck. It's rising. <laughs> But we're still can, but they know how to contain it, so it's not so it'll be. A but I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna be seeing crowds next season. I, I'm gonna bet I don't, on. I don't, I don't even care about the crowds. But I'm saying it's not. You stop the season for four months and then you play a, a limited schedule. It's gonna. Right. Be you think they'll do a bubble again? Is that on the table? Because I think they might no. do it again. No, I don't think so. I mean, man, who knows? I don't know. We'll if they will. This shit is surging, man. Yeah, they're breaking it up into two halves, right? So they have the. Oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, December twenty second to March. Is the first half, and that's then the COVID half. March to yeah, that's the COVID half, and then March <laughs> to the uh, whatever month May, East March to May is the vaccine half. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, and also, quiet is kept. You know, Lakers just went on a big run. 
They got old legs, Rondo, LeBron. He's uh, gone. Yeah, Schrader, like, they picked up Schrader. 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 They're gonna be rooted. Like this is a quick turnaround, man. This what is it? Two months down, and then you back at it. They're I mean, gonna be, they're gonna be a little. Yeah, little but they had fucking five months off though. That's the fucking. I mean, and they're losing some of their free agents. I mean, they they like like uh, Danny Green's gone. Uh, Rondo's Abe, gone. I'm pretty Rondo's sure Paul Cook is gone. That's yeah, a, I mean, they have to resign. Danny Green is gone. Shooter, shooter. They, they, they have more time off. They have more time off during COVID than during a fucking regular than the regular season. That's, That's why that was a COVID fucking invitation. That was not. A, don't even get me started on that shit. That was a COVID. They had, they had a three months load management. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not super shooter, worried about shooter's, like an up, shooter's an upgrade over Danny Green. I think. I think they got better. He's more of a dog. He's like a younger Rondo, but he can play a little bit yeah. better defense. Even I think that position they got better, but they still have a lot of pieces they haven't resigned. Right. They're still not a great shooting team. Yeah. I mean, they still have a lot of pieces they haven't resigned. And I mean, I think, I mean, I think, you know, luck, they got lucky they didn't get matched up with the fucking, with the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? I think the Clippers mm -hmm. kind of fucked that package up. I think they played to the level of their True. opponents. And I think they were just sleeping through it. I think that if they'd yeah. have played the layers in the playoffs, you would have saw something different. You they know what I mean? They didn't even want to play. They were one of the teams who wanted to leave the bubble and, and call it off. You know, exactly. With the Lakers. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I don't think the Lakers are the piece of resistance. I don't give a fuck about Le LeBron. No. I don't think they're the, the team to beat. What I would like to see, though, and this is not worse, I would like to see Portland do some do some free agent moves or do something. Because, I mean, I think with, with Dame Dollar's a killer, man. He's a killer. You mm -hmm. need to put some people around him. You know what yeah. I mean? Shout out to Dame. Shout out to Dame. Shout out to Shout out to Dame mm -hmm. Dollar. Man. Dame, man. Um, I think mm -hmm. they need they to got Covington. Covington's a good mm -hmm. defender. You know, they need more defense, man. They 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 were they were leaking like Swiss cheese last year, man. They need the fucking short ass. <laughs> is Melo coming is Melo coming back? I think so. He wants to. He was actually playing defense in in, in that series. He, 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 he had some big shot making, you know. He's decent still. He's got a little bit little bit left apparently, but you know, they, they definitely need um to me they're in that second tier level of the West. Yeah. yeah. They're in the they're in the Utah, you know, Phoenix, Dallas kind of tier, right? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, in terms of the top tier, you got to put Lakers, us, Clippers. Their defense is trash. That's the, the problem. defense is trash. Yeah, the defense is trash. And Denver. Denver's up there. I think Denver Denver's is up there. Denver's up they're, there. Maybe not top tier. They're like 1B. You know, they're like in between right. the two tiers. You know what I'm saying? But I think the top mm -hmm. three is that. They're ascending. Yeah, but mm -hmm. watch out for the dubs, though, man. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting, and I think a lot right. of people are going to be, you know what I mean, that they counted us out and say, oh, it's over. You know, it's, man, nah, we have a good front office. We have a, yeah. a really good front office, and, and we make smart smart decisions. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see how, how it plays off from now until the season starts. You know what I mean? So it'll be dope, but it might get old-ass Iggy back. Is it just me or did Iggy age? Like five fucking years in the offseason. Partying down in fucking South Beach doing a big. He looked many yeah. I said, Blood, what's up with you? You got the peasy beard. You got the little bunch <laughs> beard. It's like, what's up? Like beard playing defense. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught in the beard, man. I couldn't dribble. <laughs> so good, well, coming off the bench would be dope. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think at the end of the day, we have to strengthen our bench for sure, like Kel said. We have to strengthen our defense. I mean, those are the, those are the biggest things. I think scoring-wise, yeah. we're okay. But I think it's really defense and bench that are really going to yeah. carry us through. Rebounding. 
Rebounding. Yeah, rebounding for sure. Yeah, but I I, I, mm-hmm. I compile that with defense, you know, yeah. offensive and defensive rebounding because we were horrible at rebounding last year and the year before. Yeah, yeah. on the boys, and I mean, I think that's important, especially going up against the Lakers. You know what I mean? And I, it's interesting because I want to see the Lakers get through a whole season. You know what I mean? Because last year when they had that break, it gives you a, a reprieve from the grind of a season. You don't got to play mm-hmm. eighty seven games and go through that playoff you have five months off you play eight games and then you're immediately in the playoffs people like ad who are known for injuries lebron known for low management those players they have to get through that whole grind the whole season and lebron even said he's probably not playing in december yeah or he's going to cherry pick games he plays mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean so it's, you know, same shit yeah we're gonna see what's up with the clippers the clippers still have is it on what they're trying to deal paul george I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Ah, I, heard I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Georgie yeah. Porgy, fucking who the fuck knows what they're doing. <laughs> we can't sleep on him. Oh, either. real quick, uh, let me jump in real quick. I, I'm on. I'm on my Bleacher Report, and I'm seeing this one. This is kind of interesting. Atlanta Hawks would receive. Uh, this is a proposed one. Uh, Atlanta Hawks would receive number two pick overall from the Warriors and Kevin Looney, and Warriors would receive number six overall pick in Clint Capella. I think that's actually a nasty. Wait, wait, wait. Go, go, go pretty good. Say it again. A, I would take that. Warriors would, Warriors would give uh, Atlanta numbers, uh, number two pick and Kevin Kevon Looney, and uh, Atlanta would give the Warriors number six overall pick and Clint Capella. Yeah, I think that's a good deal. Yeah. I would take that. I mean, more with this draft, that's basically an even swap. Looney for Capella. Mm-hmm. I would take yeah. that shit. Because at six, we could still probably get that your boy from USC. Or, or top. Maybe falls, or top. Yeah. Be able to get mm-hmm. at six, yeah. Or they get that Tel Aviv dude. I haven't seen him play. I mean, I think with Capella, you get a guaranteed rebounder, a dude that can dunk, and a dude that can defend. I mean, and yeah. that's what we need him to do. And we could even run him off the pick and roll. And that's another thing I want to say we don't run enough pick and roll. You know what I'm saying? Like when we had D'Lo, we don't run a lot of pick and roll. And I think we need to incorporate that in, our, in, in the game. I mean, especially if we keep somebody like Wiggins and we bring in Capella or something, you can run the pick and roll and, mm-hmm. and, and a little bit more dynamic with the offense instead of just I think sometimes the Warriors get complacent and just like to hurl, hurl up three point shots. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. and sometimes it we don't when we're not yeah, getting boards, it enables the other team to get on get on the break. And I think we need to be a little bit more fluid, maybe do some pick and roll and compel is a good pick and roll player he can break to the basket. I think that'd be a good ass deal. I think it'd be I, a good I agree. Deal. I agree. I mean and we can still I'm not opposed to that at all. I think you know this this is uh this is gonna be an exciting year, man, because the Warriors get get to be creative again. Like we no more KD. We got a chip on our shoulder. We got Clay coming back, Steph coming back. So the the management needs to get creative, and then coaching needs to get creative to, to kind of get these pieces to work together. Uh, so yeah, man, it'll be it'll be it'll be cool to see how they make them these uh, make this show work. Yeah, if we stay healthy, we're gonna be a problem for everybody. Most yeah. definitely. Real. No matter what we do, I mean, I mean, you, honestly, you can kind of not go wrong unless you do some st- straight up stupid shit. But if you take Wiseman, you take Toppin, you trade it for Embiid, you trade it for Gobert, you trade somebody for Gobert, yeah, we're, well, we're back up there. We're back Hell up yeah. there. Yeah. Unless you draft one of them Eastern European fucks. Hell you want high. the dude from Tel Aviv? It's supposedly curves a lot. Denny, Denny, whatever his name is. I can't pronounce it. Did y'all see his tape? I don't know shit about him. I ain't seen his shit. I think I seen a little clip. I wasn't impressed. I, I ain't seen shit about him. What about uh, what about your man? Uh, 
the fuck the dude the, the dude that be throwing up all the shots off the bench god damn it we mm-hmm. drafted him last year on the warriors oh pool pool what is he even what about pool he was supposed to be we were super he high can't high. play no defense he's we he's streaky him as over fuck. Past, we passed we drafted him over Pashal, and he's mm-hmm. super streaky. you know what i mean but he was supposed to be that backup shooter off of the bench but he, he well he got well, he got better. He well, he got a little better. Uh, he was sent to uh, play no defense G League in uh, Santa Cruz. Uh, I think he was there for a good for a good couple of games. There came back, and you could tell that his uh his game was a little better. I think he just needed a little bit more uh a boost in his confidence. I think well, that's what it was. Yeah, well, we got him, and we got Samajek or whatever his name is. Smilegich. Those are the two Miley. that didn't really pan out for us. Womax, a D League partner. Womax, D League partner, chilling with him. Right <laughs> the, the Serbian Dirk. Womax said, I'll take the Greek freak. I'm sure you would, Womax. I'm sure you would. <laughs> He's not talking about Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Greek freak. Yeah, okay, Womax. <laughs> Womax is Greek. Yeah, he looks like a fucking. He's a mix of a lot of races. It depends on the days. Greek, you know what I'm saying? Mediterranean, because he's Greek. Who knows what the fuck he is? It's one of those mysteries. Like, dude from Super Troopers, fucking Ramrod, whatever the fuck his name is. Joker, got a chameleon, you got a chameleon passport. It just kind of switches between, you know what I'm saying? You don't know. Oh, camouflage chameleon. Fucking Argentinian, fucking Albanian, fucking fucking Yugoslavian, motherfucker. Oh, could be nondescript race. James Thrash, fucking Vin Weasel, Vin Weasel, Gregory Duncan Hines. Uh, What's gonna be uh, you taking off for the NFL picks? You gonna you gonna bounce? Um, I mean, I, I'll stick around for a minute. I don't have no picks, but yeah, I'll stick around for a minute. We'll see what's what. Kelly, <laughs> stick around. Running this real quick. Make some picks. Yeah, I'll hang. I'll hang for a bit. All right, fuck it. Let's get right to it then. Let's see what the deal is here. All right, so Thursday night matchup. We got a big one, big NFC West matchup. Arizona Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks, five twenty on Fox. What you rocking with, Leo? And what you got for the point spread? All right, give me one second here. My shit kind of froze. So, uh, all right. So, what was that? Arizona Arizona against the Seattle Thursday night. Oh, hold up. Shit's tripping right now. I'll just do my shit while you're working on that. Uh, I'll take uh, on that one. I'm going to take. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I got it. Oh, go ahead. All right, what you got for points spread and everything? All right, so we got Arizona and Seattle. Seattle's favorite minus three. The over under is fifty seven. Uh, this is going to be a good ass game. You're going to have two little shifty quarterbacks running around. Uh, um, I definitely can see this game going over. Um, I'm gonna go with the upset. Give me Arizona. There, they just had. They just won that game off that hail mary. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll take. I'll take uh, Arizona. All right, you going with AZ? I'm going with AZ. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with um Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna give them the bounce back game. I think uh they're gonna get things clicking up there. It's in Seattle. Uh, their defense has struggled, but Arizona's defense ain't nothing to write home about either. So mm-hmm. that's what like I, Yeah, I'd say over is a good bet. 
but it is Thursday night football. Sometimes they be they be like you know half-assing it on Thursday nights and low-scoring games. But Actually, if I was if I was to bet on it, I would take uh, I would take the over. Um, but I feel like uh, Seattle may be getting some running backs back in that yeah. one. And you know, I mean, that's the marquee matchup of the week. That's the best Thursday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take Seattle. I'll take Seattle. Actually, a little update on the weather. It's going to be raining. It's going to be 49 degrees. So this game is going to get a little messy. Uh, take take the take under. The back. Take the take over on Ewa's shots. Yeah, always an over on my shots. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I'll take Seattle. I mean, I think Seattle, what they dropped to, I think I think it's, I think it's a bounce back game for Seattle. I think Pete Carroll got out-coached. Um, last last game, I don't know what really he was doing. He only targeted DK Metcalf one time, one or two times. Nah, no, nah, he got four, but he only caught two. Well, four targets, though. I mean, I mean, I don't yeah, care if Jalen Ramsey is on. Give him enough. He didn't give him enough. Didn't give him enough. You're supposed to feed that man, but I think that Russell Wilson. Um, I well, think he, he was getting locked up by uh Ramsey. Yeah, you called move that up. out on Sunday. You would call yeah. that shit out. Move, move him though. I mean, move him. Put him in a slot. Move him. I mean, create mm-hmm. a scheme to get him open. Throw him, throw him something to get him going. But I still think that Seattle. I, I can't see them dropping another game. And I think that they they definitely have something to prove. So I would say that Seattle would win that game. You know what I mean? All right, all right. Yeah, you're riding with me. I'm but, that one. I like the I like the I like I like the quarterback matchup though. And I think it's dope when we look at the NFL. How we've seen the evolution of quarterback because before. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a six-four big lumberjack dude. You wasn't a good quarterback, and now you have your Lamar Jacksons, your Russell William, Will, um, your Russell Wilsons, your Murrays. You know that are kind of revolutionizing the game. And these dudes are dual threats. They can run. They can pass. I mean, and, and I like that. And I think I think that's dope. You know, the evolution of of the quarterback position. Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick sitting back, shaking his motherfucking head. Yep, yeah, it's fucked up. Oh shit, it's crazy. And that's but, uh, the only game I'm picking because I don't know shit else. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect time. Who are you rocking with, Kel? Yeah, I'm going to go with Seattle. I agree with everything Ewa said. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a hell of a matchup, though, man. It's you know I'm looking at this game as a Niner fan and just like, Jealous. why can't we draft a quarterback who can run? Or why can't just we draft any savages? Fuck. Why can't we draft? Or just avoid a sack. Like, just – I don't even need you to run. Or just stay healthy. Get sack and stay healthy. Or get somebody but, uh, good in free agency. You know what I mean? Exactly. Something. Like, yeah. like, the front office is terrible. I think that when you look at – when you look at – and this isn't even biasness. When you look at it, the NFC West is always a dogfight. Mm, always. Yeah. Every yeah. year is a dogfight. And other other divisions don't have that. You know, the NFC East is usually trash. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like the Man. AFC, most of their divisions are a joke. You know what I'm saying? But the NFC is always, it's always a dogfight. It's always, Arizona's been good for the last few years. Yeah. Seattle's perennial number one. We get in and out. You know what I mean? Uh, the Rams have come in and out. And Jared Goff actually looked extremely good um, last week. I thought they 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 called a real good game for Jared Goff. But it's always a dogfight in the NFC West. You know what I mean? How, so, it's how, a tough dumb, how dumb do the Texans look giving up Hopkins? <laughs> What the fuck? fucking biggest bullshit of the offseason? You get this dude up for fucking peanuts, dude. They gave why, him up that's why dude lost his job, got fired. That dude yeah. should have been fired. That dude was fucking that shit up for a while. I don't know what his problem was. He was trading away everybody. Trash. Why you trade away your number one stud wide receiver, probably the best in the fucking league, and you give him away from a for a washed up uh, running back and like a, what are they get a second round pick or some shit like that? 
second round pick, and uh, for the running back too. What's his name? Johnson. They got Cooks. Did they get Cooks back? I think they got Cooks out of that too. Who gives a fuck? Cooks. Nah, sure. uh, Cooks was a free agent. Was he? Or he got traded. There was, and there was no. They he got traded, but it wasn't part of that deal though. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He was never. Really they're right. never gonna be shit, man. They're they're just, they're just players. You know what I mean? Their owners are fucking prick anyway, so they deserve everything they get. Most hey, what, of them. Hey, what you sipping on over there? Yeah, this mm-hmm. African bottle too. You know what I'm saying? African bottle. That's what it says. It says it's for uh shit to 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 help fund the fight against HIV and AIDS in Africa. You know Just saying? fighting a good fight. One fighting a good time. fight. You know, fighting a good fight <laughs> like in our liver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one shot at one time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, salute, salute to all of y'all though. Definitely. Let's knock out some of these weak ass games. Uh, go through these ones kind of quick. Philly, right. Cleveland. I'll, I'll pick that one. I'll take a. Uh, I'll take Cleveland in that one. I don't need right. to in that shit. All right, Cleveland is a favorite. Uh, minus three and a half. The over under is forty five and a half. I'll I'll take the Browns. Uh, Eagles are just a mess right now. So that's an easy pick. You, you could pick this one. This is garbage anyway. Um, I guess I'll go Cleveland. You know I'm saying? I, I don't know. They both suck. So, you know what I'm saying? Are you, are you mentioning uh, Womack's pick? Womack took Philly. Okay, yeah. Womack took Philly. Womack took Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Womack's a contrarian. <laughs> Womack, Womack took New Orleans with no Drew Brees. Of course, the Bayou, the Bayou <laughs> Bandit. Takes, <laughs> Womack be flipping <laughs> coins to make his picks and shit. Dude. Womack took Drew Brees. Asking the magic, magic, magic eight ball. Who's gonna win the game? I'll take the Greek freak. <laughs> <laughs> Womack took the Greek freak in the sixth game. <laughs> it's like we're talking football. I don't care what we're talking. Wrong yeah. <laughs> sport, Womack. I don't care what sport it is. I'm taking the Greek freak, and I'm not talking about sports. <laughs> Who you rocking with, Kellen? This fucking fuck ball. I don't know, man. Cleveland. Just keep, yeah. just keep it moving, Cleveland. All right, next up, let's go with uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. Damn, that's another All right. New Orleans it's favorite five by five. The over under is 51. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints with this No breeze. One. No breeze. Uh, Winston's going to throw at least two picks, but he's going to give Michael Thomas at least two touchdowns. Come on. And the Falcons are trash. Yeah, and you got Kamara. Yeah. And I'll you got Manuel Sanders. I got New yeah. Orleans. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the Albanian assassin Womack, and I'm gonna take New Orleans too. The Argentinian Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got I got uh, New Orleans on that too. I think Winston, uh, you know, he'll will do something because Atlanta's just trash, trash. Yeah, yeah. trash. What's happened to Atlanta, man? It's a damn shame. Damn they built a new stadium off of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That stadium got a Chick Fil A in it. That should probably crack. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Chick Fil A ain't open on Sundays. Yeah, I think that one is. What the fuck is that? No, I don't yeah. think it is. It's not. No, yeah. that's not. New Orleans. Racist bastards cook some chicken like shit. Good shit though. You got New Orleans? Yeah. I mean that's yeah, New Orleans. We're all on we're all on the Saints. No brainer. Cincy and Washington. Oh God. What the fuck is this shit? Some trash. All right. So we got Washington favorite by one and a half, and the over under is forty six. Uh give me the Bengals. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, give me the Bengals on this one. Yeah, I'll ride with, with you on Cincy. They're younger. Burrow's playing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington got Alex, but they ain't got Alex ain't shit right now. 
Well, I'm acting since he. I have no clue. It's a flip of the coin. Who cares? <laughs> I'll pick for you. We'll take Cincy for you. Yeah, I'll okay. go Cincy also. We'll go Cincy too. All right, there we go. <laughs> Next up, uh, damn, this is a trash ass week. Like Detroit and Carolina, the toilet bowl. Yeah, <laughs> fuck made the schedule. Goodell's fucking ass. There's no spread or line for this one, so uh, this I is bet. a big one. Nobody want to bet on that shit. Uh, I uh, I take the Panthers. Yeah, I think I'll take Carolina too. I'll take the Panthers. Yeah, I'll sure. take Carolina too. Fuck Detroit. Carolina. I'm, yeah. Well, well, Mac, Detroit. Detroit. He did take Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> like a fucking main <laughs> just just to, go, just to do it. Yeah, Cowardly lion and shit jumping <laughs> out. <laughs> 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 Detroit. Seems like a steady pick. I gotta go to sleep, guys. I'm out of here. This guy. The lions for anything. <laughs> Cowardly lion. Uh, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. A Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's easy money. Everybody's taking. Uh, the line on this one is Pittsburgh is minus ten. Minus ten. Uh, the over under is forty-seven and a half. Uh, definitely take the Steelers. Uh, <laughs> Jags did play good against Green Bay, but uh, Steelers are undefeated. They're gonna go ten and zero on this one. Yeah, everybody. I don't know, man. Is this a, uh, is this one of those upsets? You know, I mean, a trap game. I think it's a trap game. It might be a trap game. It's a trash game, not a fucking trap game. Where are they playing? Uh, they're playing in Jacksonville. Hmm. Interesting. Who's Who's Jacksonville's quarterback? That Luton cat, I think. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, what's his name? Still out. Minshew's out. They got that Jake Luton, Jack Luton. I don't know how the fuck his name no, is. No, no. Right, I'm going Steelers. We don't even know yeah. who Jack is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got actually a decent game next. That we got a Tennessee and Baltimore. Both kind of been Ooh. struggling a little bit, but both yeah. expected to be uh, in the playoff hunt. Yeah, so Baltimore is favorite by six and a half, minus six and a half. The wow. over-under is 49. Uh, Ravens are going are having a hard time right now. I, I think Titans are going to bounce back on this one. Give me the Titans. Tennessee, Tennessee, huh? Mm-hmm. The COVID Tennessee Titans. Yep. Womack took Tennessee too. God damn it! Uh, nah, Ewa, we got a, uh, we got a, uh, we got Baltimore. Tennessee, and Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah. All right, you rock I just got Yeah, I rock with them. I rock with Lamar. You know, so all black quarterbacks. I'm a supporter. You know, what I'm saying I'm biased. So, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> Fuck, hate me if you want. <laughs> Womack is. He's a known a uh, terrorist, fucking <laughs> bunch of shit. Arab white supremacist. <laughs> 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 Black white supremacist. <laughs> Maga, fuck. Fucking Clayton Puerto- Bigsby, motherfucker. Puerto Rican ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's not Puerto Rican. Remember? Uh, oh, he's not Puerto Rican. I forgot. He was, but I don't this know year he's not Puerto Rican. What did he take a uh, DNA test? He was on Maury. <laughs> <laughs> He said his dad was a, a, a black Puerto Rican from Alabama. There's no Puerto Rican <laughs> in Alabama. Never met a Rican from Alabama. Come on. Like, Mississippi is like me. Oh, man. Right. What, a black, a black Rican from, from Mississippi? Like, how does that even happen, dude? Like, Can't make this. Oh, man, y'all cold. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, a, he's Creole. 
Yeah, he's a true meaning of Creole. He's gumbo. One pot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. He said he took his DNA test. It just came back with a question mark. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, buddy. <laughs> you getting one of the like, fucking, uh, fucking K9 fucking uh, 23andMe fucking edition for Womack? Fuck. K9. <laughs> what are you? Australian Shepherd? Fucking. He's a little bit of everything. All <laughs> oh, dogs go to heaven. My ass, Womack going to hell. Uh, well, uh, enough, enough Womack bashing. He's going to yeah. be fucking. He's not here to defend himself. Yeah. Not even on the chat anymore. He dipped. He's sleeping. <laughs> I didn't come here for this, fellas. He's out. All right. I'm going to rock with uh, Tennessee to come back. To come back game. What did you both, rocking with, Joe? Did both teams win last or lose last week? I think uh, well, both lost. lost. Ba- no, Baltimore won, didn't they? No, they bought uh, the Ravens lost to um, who they lose to? Uh, shit, I had it. Yeah, they the week before they lost to the Steelers the week. Well, maybe they did lose again. Yeah, they lost again. They lost to the, the was it the not the Vikings? Was it shit? Yeah, short term ass memories. Let yeah, me but the Ravens just lost though. All right, well, I'm taking Tennessee. Yeah, the Ravens lost to New England. Ravens lost oh, to New shit. England. Yeah, that was an upset. That was an upset. I'm going to go with Ravens. Yeah. You mean Baltimore? Yeah. And the Titans know, Lamar had a, and the Titans, uh... himself. And the Titans beat him in the playoffs, and they made him look like trash. It's Lamar true. was looking weak as fuck last season in that game. It's a um, good game. This is a really good Vrabel, game. Vrabel is a good little schemer. He got that Belichick cheating in him, so he's going to have the spy drones all over the fucking place. Yeah. Tapping and the Titans the had a pie. Yeah, Vrabel's cold. Titans had a bye? Yeah, I'll take Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Speaking of uh Bella Cheat, we got the Pats against Houston in Houston. Yeah, so we have this one. The line is New England minus two with over under is 48. Uh I'm a I'm gonna ride with the Patriots on this one. They just uh beat the Ravens on last Sunday. So I, I think the Patriots go for a little winning streak right here. Because right, I don't fuck with the Patriots whatsoever. I'm Mr. <laughs> Byer. I don't care. So I'm, I'm going with Houston. You know what I'm saying? Let's get yeah, it. That's the baby goats team. Who? Uh, here we go. What? Who? What? Who? Who's the baby goat? Brady. Oh, man. The fuck <laughs> out of on, but the refs are the save goats. That. We'll right. save that one for another. Uh, yeah, that's the. Uh, yeah, we definitely talk about that. episode right there. There's Montana, and then I, I don't know what else comes after that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know what it's Brady talk. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this uh, argument in group chat with the YouTube. I think we know we'll have that. We'll have it on here. We'll bring it. We'll bring bring out all the ammo on that one. Uh, I'll take uh, fuck. I guess I'll go with I'll go with the Pats. Just because uh, Texans suck. Uh, that's pretty much it. They both suck, but Cam. Uh, I think I feel like the the Pats can game plan enough with Cam to win it, run the ball. Um, they got a bunch of receiving backs who could probably give the Texans some trouble out of the backfield. Um, I wouldn't say it's a blowout. I say it's a close game, but I'll take the Pats to upset them. I guess who's favored? Is it an upset? Pats minus two. Uh, Pats uh, minus two. Yeah. Pats cover. Their favorite. All right. Whatever. Move on. Fuck this game. Kill. Pats. Die. We don't need anything from that. 
All right. Uh, next up, Miami. Surprising Miami against mm-hmm. the, the fucking Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. So Miami is minus uh, favorite, minus three over under is forty five. Uh, the uh, the Broncos, I believe, they lost uh, their quarterback. Uh, I think he's yeah, hurt. Yeah, I think I heard or something like that. I saw in the news earlier today. So definitely give me the uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, and, I'm and they should cover. Yeah, I'm going with Miami. Yeah, got you. Yeah, Dolphins on a roll, man. Exciting mm-hmm. young team again. Yet yet again, another mobile quarterback uh, youngster showing the league that they need to get with the program. Yep. Yeah, no, Tua's two has been pretty ill. I kind of questioned the move uh, originally uh, when they when it happened, uh, moving on from Fitz because he was kind of lighting it up himself. And he had him in a pretty good position, but uh, right now it looks like the smart move was made, and uh, two is uh, two is lighting it up. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. But I kind of feel like you were saying like this might be that trap game of the week because there's always one or two where you're like, fuck, this team ain't got no business winning the game, but they do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I am gonna take the Dolphins though. I, I who's who would it be, even be the starter for Denver? Ripping. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I don't know. They might yeah, even have Elway. They might even have like, Elway out there. I don't know. Yeah, no. Elway, fucking horse face ass, gonna be out there bombing. Might have to call a Greek freak to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another. Uh, who is this? New York Jets or Giants? What's this game? Hold up. Yeah, Jets and Chargers. Jets and Chargers. All right, Jets and Chargers. Yeah. So the Chargers are. Yeah. So the Chargers are favored by eight and a half. Over under is forty seven. Definitely take yeah, definitely take the charges in this one. Maybe yeah. not cover, but uh they'll win. I think the Jets would have trouble beating the, the Fillmore Seahawks. So I'm <laughs> I'm definitely going with the with the, the charges on this one. The Jets are trash, you plain simple. So Yeah, no doubt. I'm taking the, the goddamn Jets. Herbert is <laughs> Herbert has been cold. He's been an impressive rookie. Jets are fucking garbage. Uh they don't have anything going. I think Flacco's starting again. That's enough for me. I'll take the Chargers. What's Womax picks? I think I don't think he Womack took the Chargers. Okay. And on and the last one, Miami. he took Miami. And he took Houston. He took Houston. <laughs> I love me, but all right. <laughs> yeah, Chargers on this one, no question. No right. doubt. No, uh, next one is interesting. One we got Green Bay hmm. and Indy. That's pretty. Uh, got some playoff implications there. Uh, seating implications as Green Bay's in the driver's seat for uh, home field advantage as as it stands right now. They'd be the number one seed. So uh, they're playing on the road against Indy, so that's a big game for them. Yeah. And Indy fighting for the playoff lives. Yeah. So on this one, uh, Indianapolis, the Colts are favored by two and a half and the over-under is 51 and a half. Uh, like, I was, like I mentioned earlier, the Packers were having trouble with, with Jacksonville. Uh and the Packers are starting to look like uh, they might have, they might be uh, having some sh- having struggles right now. So I'll take the Colts on this one. I like the upset. I mean, it's not even an upset, but over Colts Green Bay. Too. Yeah, I'll take the Colts. All right, I'm gonna rock with um Green Bay. Um, I think I think they're the best team in the NFC right now, and I feel like they're gonna definitely want to have that home field advantage um, when it comes to February and getting them. Um, that Lambo snow on their side. So I feel like they're going to start to kind of separate themselves in the pack a little bit. I think they're going to step it up. They're getting healthy. 
They got uh, Adams back. They got uh, Scalding, Van- Val- Valdez, Cantling has been balling out. I think they're going to be getting back uh, the other wide receiver. Allen. No, I forget his name. I got Allen him. Lazard or something like that. Oh, there you go. They're going to get Lazard back, and they're going to be getting their running back back. He's, he's, he's getting healthy as well. Their defense is um, pretty solid. They're not the best, but they're they're better than I would say they're better than the other teams in the NFC. They're better than the Saints. They're better than the uh, Seahawks, and uh, better than the, the Cardinals as well. So I feel like Green Bay is going to get the job done on the road and force Philip Rivers to throw a couple picks. So I'll take Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I like Green Bay as well. Rodgers. I think I think Green Bay is going to seize the moment. You know, they're like you said, they're kind of in the driver's seat in the NFC. And uh, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, this is sort of like a big moment for him. He's kind of running out of opportunities in Green Bay. The clock's ticking. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, Womack, I said Womack took Indy. Womack and, and Leo took Indy. Yeah, and expect, but I think Buckner's gonna have a big, uh, big game in this one. Buckner. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing all right. He's been doing yeah. his thing. That was a good pickup for, for the Colts. Yeah. Good pick for them. Bad move by on our parts because we uh, mm-hmm. signed. Armstead, Armstead and Jimmy Ward, instead of paying uh paying the big man in the middle. Uh, Arm- and Armstead got COVID. Armstead got COVID. Yeah. We signed Armstead over Buckner though. <laughs> 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 what the time are they on, man? What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm gonna take Francois Botha over fucking yeah. Mike Tyson. That type of shit. And you know Womack would take both both of them. White Buffalo. So, uh, what's the next joint? Oh, fuck. Dallas against Minnesota. Minnesota. No brainer. Yeah. So it's Cousins versus the Clowns. Uh, Minnesota's favorite by seven and a half. Over unders 48. Give me the Vikings. Dalvin Cook. That's all you got to say. Dallas is so bad. Jerry Jones is going to be playing quarterback in a minute. <laughs> Can't do shit. Horrible. <laughs> Bring back fucking weak ass Romo off his fucking golf fucking. Hey, is he just me? Does Jerry Jones not age though? The dude's been the same age for like fifteen years. Fucking that fucking youth blood pump. He's like one hundred and thirty-five years old. Vampire is cold ass. Looks like a little Yoda. Come on, he's down sleeping in the hyperbaric chamber, drinking the blood of his players. That's why they're all trash. How many playoffs have they been for in the last 10 years? Like one? I was arguing with some Dallas fan about that shit. They haven't been talking to you. Like, oh, you guys lost to KC. I'm like, what the fuck? What what game have you, what playoff game have you guys won in the last fucking 10 years? Have they won? They got one dub? I don't think so. They've been overrated franchise in sports. Yeah, and all these fucking talk shows love talking about them too. Like fucking Skip and Shannon be doing that shit all day. They'll always be America's team. Them and the Pats. Mm -hmm. uh, The Pats are the referees team. I mean, that's established. The referees union be fucking riding with them. I think uh, Brady's got the... Who got the fucking... Brady got him in the divorce? He got the refs. That's what it seems like. (laughs) All right, I'm taking... uh, I'll take Minnesota as well. I feel like... uh, they're going to be able to run all over Dallas. Dallas defense is atrocious. They got fucking – they allow everybody to light their asses up. Who's their quarterback? I don't fucking know. I think it's that Danucci dude again or – I'm riding with Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I'll take weak-ass cousins over anything that Dallas can provide right now. 
Dalvin Cook. Yeah. McCarthy's trash. I would fire his ass right now. They'd be better off going up, uh, going and grabbing one of those uh, college coaches, get some youth. Uh, maybe uh, what's his name, Lincoln Riley, something like that. They need, if they want to be competitive again, they need to make some fucking changes. McCarthy ain't the answer. Even before all the injuries, they weren't doing shit. And Nolan's fucking trash. You're better off getting fucking the ghost of Ray Rhodes out of the fucking taking him out of fucking taking him out of the cemetery. These dudes are fucking garbage, dude. Nolan Nolan needs to go to work at a men's warehouse or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Celix oh, suits. <laughs> Cold ass fucking rent, rent a tuxedo business. <laughs> be a little Paul Bear on fucking Sundays before the game. Oh uh, shit. Reservoir dogs. Trash. How we feel the NFL? Give someone, give a young person a, an opportunity, man. Move on. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're doing in Dallas. Uh, Jerry Jones is like to have them fall guys on his roster. I think he's uh maybe he's senile. No one really talks about this. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Kooky old bat, Fuck. yeah, it's not Kooky looking good. Too. Minnesota for sure. Nah, all right. All right, we'll skip E. He took off for a minute. He's probably getting banned. Would agree. <laughs> we'll give him Minnesota. Uh, we'll throw on a shot of a uh, goose for him. Uh, okay, we got a good one. Let's get our yeah. energy level up for this one. Right we got here? KC and uh, KC in Las Vegas. Yeah, and Raiders. Raiders beat them pretty. Pretty handedly last time, they took it to them. They were bombing on KC. Yep. This is a Sunday night game, so nice. Gonna have the national audience lights out in Vegas. In Vegas, E Major will probably be in the house. <laughs> yes, uh, KC is favorite minus seven. Uh, the over. Oh, see, over I said Vegas. He popped up. There we go. Yeah, I said, yeah. I'm here. What's going on? Um, the over under is fifty six and a half. I like KC. Yeah, KC. I like KC too. Shout out to shout out to Mahomes. Um, I don't. I just can't see him losing twice to the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and should that, be a good game though. Should be a good game. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Raiders are actually overachieving this year. Um, but I don't think they're going to be able to beat KC twice. I think that Mahomes yeah. knows that, and I think that this is a statement game, and I think he's going to go out there and light it up. Probably throw for four TDs. You know what I mean? So um, but I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Fifty six. Excuse me. I say over. I say, right, it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I have, my, I have Mahomes winning. I have Mahomes with a breakout performance. All right, Kel, what you rocking with? Yeah, I'm rocking with Mahomes also. I mean, Ewan nailed it. Like, Chiefs losing to the Raiders twice. Hell no. I think this mm-hmm. is the, you know, the Chiefs are still the, you know, my team, in, in, in my mind, the team to beat in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now's the time to turn on the second gear and, um, you know, Kind of show and prove, so I think they'll they'll bring it this week. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be the lone wolf. I'm gonna fuck with the um the Raiders. I think I can't, uh, I can't believe you. I can't believe I think, you. Uh, I think Josh Jacobs is a is a beast that uh KC has had a problem handling in the past, and uh, I think they're gonna keep that running game going. I think they're gonna try to bomb the ball deep. Um, they have success. They had success the last game taking apart KC's cornerbacks and uh, secondary. Going deep to rugs, going deep to uh, Aguilar. Uh, I think they're gonna do it again and maybe get uh, Waller some shit underneath. I think it's a high-scoring game, but I think uh, Raiders pull it off, make the division closer. I still think KC will win the division eventually, but uh, I think the Raiders are gonna get the upset at home, get their little right. win in Vegas. 
As a Niner fan, you are. I'm just disappointed in that pick, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, man. You know hey, man, for KC, too. They beat they us the Super Bowl. Got to love that. Fuck. Oh, no, man. <clears throat> All right, well, I'm about to sign out. Y'all got some, I got some shit to handle. But shout out okay. to everybody on the cast. <clears throat> always, a, always a pleasure being here. All right, on. <clears throat> Make sure everybody, you know, log in, watch us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, everything. You know what I mean? Uh, we're gonna keep you keep pumping with the content, so make sure you tune in. Shout out to our special guest, Killer Kel. Always a pleasure. Salute to everybody Word. here. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. highlight y'all in a minute. All right, hey, all right. Yeah, sure. See you, man. All right. Yeah, we're almost done here, and we got a couple more. Let me get the fuck out of here. Uh, literally a couple more. So we got uh Rams in Tampa Bay. Interesting yeah. uh, playoff implications there. Good one, yeah. Tampa Bay is a uh, favorite minus three. The over under is 47 and a half. Um, uh, this game could get a. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams. Defensively, I think they, they have the uh, the tools to uh, contain uh, the Bucks and Brady. I'll th- give me the Rams on this one. Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. shit. All right. I see you. I see you. Rams. Womack has taken Tampa Bay, so I'm going to take the Rams as well. Uh, staying away from that guy's picks. <laughs> Rams. Good enough I think, reason. I think they can get uh, give Brady some problems with Aaron Donald up the middle. And then mm-hmm. Tampa's, Tampa's what looked like a very stout defense the last couple of weeks. They've been kind of getting mm-hmm. beat up a little bit, ate up a little bit in the run game. And the Rams run a similar scheme to us where they do a lot of motion sweeps. Um, and then, you know, they give to the running backs out of the backfield, mix it up a little bit. I think they keep Brady off the field. I would say uh, Rams, and I'll take the under on that one as well. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a low-scoring game, yep. 17-13 type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Killer Kel, what you yeah. rocking with? I'm, I'm I'm rolling with y'all, man. I think you know the Rams are showing some things. I think they're, uh, you know, if they found they found something that works, and uh, I feel like defensively, they're one of the you know one of the top teams right now. Mm-hmm. So I, agree. I think it's going to be lower scoring, and uh, I feel like you know the Rams have uh, a little bit of momentum right now. So I'm going with the Rams. I will say though that, um, okay, so they got Ramsey. Aside from that, their corners are pretty. Pretty mediocre, so I could see uh, Antonio Brown having a little bit of a breakout game in uh, in Tampa, and maybe they get the win. But I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna stick with my original pick, and go with the Rams. But I'm just saying, look out for AB to maybe have a breakout game in that one. Okay. Oh, is that it? Are we done? I guess that is the Monday night. Yeah, yeah we're fucking done. We ain't got no other picks to make. So there's yeah. some. Uh, Trash games, and then there's some actually really good uh, matchups. It's uh, I say we got four. I say we got f- yeah four good games. Damn, that's pretty fucking sad. <laughs> four. Some, yeah. in- some interesting games. Though. Like I want. Like I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm looking forward to that two game. I want to see how he does again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that Arizona Seattle game is gonna be good too. That's gonna be some fireworks. That's that's the game of the week right there. Yeah. And it's Thursday night. It's rare. That we get a good Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, Baltimore will be good. Mm-hmm. KC Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Green Bay and Indy. Yeah. You got the ticket, Kill, or you just be watching off of whatever they got on? Nah, I just, man, I just grab them when I can. But honestly, I haven't I been watching you. that much football this year. Yeah, I feel it. It's hard with the family and shit and everything mm-hmm. going yeah. on. I've been watching a lot, but um, 
I feel like I haven't been watching as much as I normally do. Normally, I'm uh, on that shit 24-7. But this year, I haven't been. I haven't been watching any college. Usually, I'm watching college at this point. But mm-hmm. I just ain't been feeling the college right now. It's been a weird. They got The schedules are weird. They keep canceling the games in college. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I, mm-hmm. cl- let them stay out of it. Just leave them fucking. Leave the college students out of it. I, I think they should have just. There's too much money involved, though. They, they wouldn't let that go down. Mm-hmm. That that season should be canceled. Those are young kids, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's it, like there's no cal- college basketball right now either, too. So that's affecting huge right. for the uh, next next year's draft. Yeah, let the let the college kids stay home, man. They the pros, I understand. You want to get them in, they're getting paid. But right. I mean, what college kids are risking are risking a lot already with injuries. Now you're gonna risk their fucking lives with COVID. I feel like that should be. That should be something that should have been uh, scrapped a long time ago. Unless, if, you know, with hoops, they could probably figure out these tournaments, you know, and these little kind of, uh, you know, situations where they contain it almost like a bubble. Yeah, a little invitationals. Uh, invitationals, but not like a full-on, you know, season. I feel like that's that's just way too uh, ambitious right now. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm, with, I'm with you on that. Uh but I think that's pretty much it. You guys got anything else you want to get off? Anything uh, you want to shout out or anything like that? No, nah, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's some fun, you know. It's, uh, yeah, you know, we fam, man. You know, we fam. Yeah, we go way sure. back. Good to see you all, man. And good to talk some sports. And, you know, let's do it again. Yeah, we'll have yeah. for sure. You know, we rock yeah. with you. Uh, big big day tomorrow, out. man. We'll yeah, see what the uh, But, uh, yeah, exciting time in sports right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. All right, uh, Leo, you got, we got some uh, some housekeeping to care, take care of. Uh, I'm a dip. Yeah. All right, All right, All right man. Push off. Right on, Dude. man. Have a good one. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you could follow us on Twitter. Uh, our uh, handle on Twitter is uh, at Gold Bastards, and that's the Bastards with the Z, as you can see on the screen as well. Um, what else do we have? We have an IG, right? We do. Uh, <laughs> Gold Dirty Bastards. Um, we had some controversy. <laughs> Gold Dirty <laughs> Bastards. Fucking Walmart. All I'm gonna say on that. Fucking Walmart. Fucking shit up. But we good though. We back though. We back. So, um, so, so yeah, it's uh, so on, on YouTube. Gold Dirty Bastards. Oh, yeah. Just search Gold Dirty Bastards. Um, and when you do yeah. go there, please give us a like and subscribe. Um, and that'll be great for yes. us. We'd appreciate it. You know, if you like our content, you know, we need some subscribers. We need some likes. Get us popping off. You can also find us on, did you say Instagram already? Yeah. Gold Dirty Bastards underscore. You can mm-hmm. see it down here in the right corner. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of content. We comment on, you know, 49er shit, boxing, um, everything. Got the funny ass memes. We run, yep. uh, we run the IG. We're pretty active on there. So check us out there. Uh, also, we're available on Anchor. Uh, Gold Dirty mm-hmm. Bastards with the Z Anchor and that'll link you to Spotify, Apple Music all that good stuff, we got it popping off um, we're just gonna keep moving keep the shit rolling, take over Rookies of the Year, we're trying to get our shit popping off for sure so yeah, we appreciate the likes follows, all that shit yes sir you like our content, fuck with us, we fuck with you alright yeah. right. we out of here all right, we'll for sure. We'll be back next week for sure. Just 
try to make this pick shit happen every week. Get on it, get back on it. Had some technical difficulties, but you know we made we come back, we bounce back on them. So mm-hmm. let's do it. Rolling. All right. Yeah. Late. Late. Fuck Womack. <laughs>